welcome to episode 85 of the Geeks for the Wind podcast, the podcast covering all things geeky. I'm your host, William, and I'm joined with my co-hosts, Stuart. Barkeep, I need, I need a third one. And Harold. What's going on, folks? And we, we, we have a guest, but I, I, think, I think it's probably just a very, very long or multiple, multiple um, voice messages. But um, are you are you there, Fadios? Yeah, you know I feel like I'm cheating. I should have called in on my cell phone and just done the whole the whole show on my cell phone, so it <laughs> sounded more like one of the uh, the call-ins. But oh well. All righty, we find we finally got you on though. Finally. And good job. I, I was kind of I was kind of surprised when last I think it was last week we heard you and Harold were were in an Xbox Live party chat. See, okay, maybe we should just clear this up right away. I don't know what I, – I got a bone to pick with Stuart and William. You guys keep making it sound like me and Harold have a problem. Harold's oh, no. my favorite part of the show. Her- Harold I mean, the only one. reason I listen is Harold. <laughs> like he's he's – I seriously, I stopped listening to you guys, and then I heard Harold's on them all. Check it out. He's my favorite part. You guys are the ones I don't like. So, I mean, I don't know how you guys got that all mixed up, but – why, thank you. I appreciate that. And you know what? It was me who said they should play your audio message last week. They didn't want to play it if you heard it in the podcast. Well, Harold has no idea what sarcasm is, does he? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Harold. I, I appreciate you being the one to fight for my uh, my my sound clip. Um, but anyway, and the other things, I just want to thank you guys for playing at the end. It makes it a lot easier for me to fast forward through the whole show to get to it because that's the only thing I listen to <laughs> myself okay, at the then, end. So. Then we'll have to mix it up from now on. Dang it! <laughs> you should have said that, man. You should have. Just- I know. Well, as soon as I, I honestly thought you guys were not going to play the, the clips, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like uh, in the one clip that I commented that you guys will play whatever I say. Like, and then of course you talked about that too. But anyways. Yeah, I was. I was like, damn it! I knew we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> But we we do value your your feedback and your inputs because you know you're you're one of the only people who really does give us good feedback and we. I just want to say I, I just please don't I go. Just, I just texted Twitter. Um, can you please bring me some ice water? I love you. Um, that was meant for my wife. I just want to clarify. Someone <laughs> <and> saw that. <laughs> and uh, I just retweeted it. <laughs> Sorry. So, anyways, anyways, yeah. Uh, we- I'm a great, I'm a great multitasker. You can probably tell. <laughs> but no, thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's been a while um, since you know. I think the last single time, digit episodes. Well, I think the last time you were on was what was the Red Dead Redemption episode that we did? Yeah. Like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Wow. A while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we had the great Star Wars episode, which was tons of fun. <sighs> Yeah, we could have talked probably for another twelve hours about that, but oh, definitely, definitely. But anyway, like right now. <laughs> well, so anyways, R two D two. What's your opinion, blue or? Anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. Well, you know they do. They did release the Xbox Connect and Connect Star Wars edition. Oh dear God! So. Yeah, they sure did. You know, I was gonna buy that Xbox because when I got my house got broken into a while back, and I was gonna buy. I had to buy two new ones. I was going to buy that one. I had it all set up on Amazon, but then they delayed it. It was supposed to come out for Christmas, which would have been fine. 
but they delayed it until now, and I'm like, I'm not going to wait another four or five months to buy my second Xbox for, because one's mine and one's my older son's. Um, but yeah, yeah and, it kind of bummed they, me out. It took so long. Well, they, they they delayed it for the add-in game, which was Star Wars Connect, which would be the game that I would open the box right there in the store and just say, I want to sell this now. Right. <laughs> Can you take this back? <laughs> and they yeah, no, it's, it's, that game quarter. looks horrible. Yeah, and then and then get get a quarterback. Yep. <laughs> but anyways, um, do you want to tell our listeners because it has been two years since you've been on? But you want to basically tell our listeners a little about you? I know you. Um, I know you can five do that. ten. <laughs> five ten. Um, I weigh uh, too much, and uh, no, yeah, no, I've been. Uh, I used to be on uh, talking about gamers podcast. I was one of the founding uh, guys on that. One of the first, we had like nine people when it started. Um, but no, I did that for a year, year and a half. I've uh, been part of TAG for much longer than that. Um, been a gamer all my life. I'm, my geek resume is very thick, multiple pages. Um, I've been gaming literally since Pong. I was raised by a gamer. My dad and my uncle are both uh, were arcade junkies, and they got me hooked early on. Um, as far as movies, um, I have in, and TV and that kind of sci-fi. My dad's been reading it since he was born, and he passed on that tradition. Um, and it's kind of fun. I've seen you know the Babylon Five series, um, excellent. And all those kind of crazy. You know, those are those are the really geeky stuff. When people start saying they've seen Babylon Five, and they've even watched some of the um, the uh, I watched the the final episode with the commentary on and if you're going to watch any episode of the commentary that's the one to do it because that's where they explain that episode four should have never happened the way it did which is unfortunate but i don't want to get into a whole babylon five conversation but um anyways i know I, uber 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 geek and a generational geek both of my kids are uber geeks also so um i don't know how much more i could talk about myself for the next two hours so you might want to cut me off here Alrighty. Anyways, um, I guess um, well, this is where we normally basically just I, – I I've wanted to just turn the show into – instead of just doing what have you been watching, what have you been playing, and then what topics you want to talk about. I just want us to do a – you know, what do you want to talk about this week? Just combine it all into one. So is there anything particular that you want to discuss this week, Fadios? Are you going to change the show when you finally get me on? I was all prepared for what you've been playing. No, I'm just we kidding. did this last well, last week, too. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it, we did it last week, too. But it's, you know, it's what you've been playing oh, and any, anything, you know. Well, um, yeah, as far as what I've been playing, I've been playing Mass Effect 2 because I'm still trying to – I know two of you guys don't care about Mass Effect. Um, and you guys are both mistaken for not being involved in that universe. But um, just like I, like I said, my Xbox has got stolen back in September. I've been working a lot, and I finally realized, oh, crap, I need to get my Mass Effect playthroughs. Because I don't want to even touch Mass Effect 3 until I have my own personal Mass Effect 1 and 2 playthrough. Because there's choices you can't make through the auto the auto choices at the beginning and that I did make when my first playthrough. Um, saving certain people and... Um, having relations with certain people or whatever it is, um, or saving certain races. Even, um, I wanted to have my exact, pretty much my exact same decision. So I've been, I played through one recently right now. I'm working through two, 
Um, but the cool thing is, and you know, like I said, only one of you are going to appreciate this. Um, the really cool part is my older son is playing his first playthrough. He's, he's, uh, he's going to be 15. So I thought he was kind of, he's finally old enough to, to deal with that, uh, material. Cause some of it's pretty mature, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. he played through one and he's a big Kotar fan. So it was a real easy transition. He's played Kotar three times. Uh, more more proof that I come from many generations of geek, but um, anyways, you uh, are you are you are raising that that boy right. Exactly, he's a huge Star Wars fan. In fact, it was almost difficult getting him out of something Star Wars and getting him into. But now he's I mean, he played through one. Um, he saved Caden, and that's a whole podcast in itself. Wrong. Uh, well, he was a huge fan of Karth, and he instantly knew that was Karth's voice. Wrong. <laughs> But he was he was Ashley was his girl, and so that decision became a huge, huge challenge. This is like spoiler, big time spoiler, but it's Mass Effect One, it's twelve five year old game, guys. Um, anyways, basically what happens in that scenario though, just real quick for the people who haven't played it, the way the dialogue happens, and I remembered me having me having this similar thing. He was role playing it correctly. The way the dialogue happens is you should have sent Ashley to one thing. And Caden to stay with the bomb. That's how you should have you should have done it. Ashley's a soldier; she should have been fighting the front lines. Caden was the more uh, he was better for the bomb, and they even say that. So he role played it correctly. And then when you have the choice again later on, he decided since he was so he was already close to Caden, it made more sense as a leader to choose that. So I actually credit him on being a super uber geek and role playing it correctly, although. Um, I'm saving Ashley every time, so I don't know why he's right. But anyways, but yeah, you know, he had a really good reason. I'm like, yeah, I credit him for that because that made sense. But anyways, but yeah, we're both actually playing Mass Effect 2, and sometimes it gets a little bit uh, dicey because um, we have one copy of it, and uh, he's got to realize that I play first. So, um, but anyways, uh, that's been my. I mean, I'm I have a, a, a passionate love for that game. Um, the fact that I have played Mass Effect 3, um, I, want, I don't like to say it's killing me, but I've had to like pretty much not read Twitter, um, stay away from most people's Facebooks that are part of the, the gaming community. I have to be really careful because I know there's a controversy about the ending. I know that they might be releasing or they could be, or I think they are releasing yeah, a change to it. I don't, like, I don't want to know even what that is <clears throat> until I've gotten there. So I've had to be really careful with my information because, I mean, I... Playing through one and two and all those decisions that you make were all fresh and new to me. And I had no idea that I was going to be faced with that stuff. And that's the way that game is supposed to be played. So, um, but yeah, other than that, the only other game I've been playing is uh, Draw Something. And uh, I don't know if you guys played that at all. Uh, I love Draw Something. Okay. Yeah, you guys talked about it on your show. That's right. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I first heard about it. Um, hey, look at that. Excellent. So my, uh, my buddy's... Uh, my buddy's wife was playing the other night, so I, I downloaded it and I started playing. And yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fun game actually. And there's soon they're gonna have an update to you know, new with new with features to save drawings and post them to Twitter and new more words because, you know, if you if you play for a while you start to get the same words. I've, oh yeah, I've you noticed know that. I found a way like instead of like <laughs> real quick this is. Jason's uh, our videos is cheating. Too. I know what you're talking about. But where you can yeah, you exit out of the game and you yeah. go back and they'll give you different <laughs> words. I do that all the time. And then now because I do it all the time, I'm such a cheater. Um, 
that now I've been seeing a lot of the same words already because I've gone through the list so many times. But uh, I, I I actually do that when I'm trying to guess some, somebody's word and I have no idea what the what the picture is. <laughs> you go through somebody I'll else's. It out and then and then go back in and it'll give you a different set of of scrambled words. Like, okay, okay, which letters are the same from last time? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I used to do that, exit out and try to get a new set of words to draw, and then I realized, you know, this really, you know, it's I'm cheating, and I'm not really, you know, because what what I liked about it was, you know, I'd have to do my crappy drawings, and then eventually I was getting better and better at it, but if I kept just, you know, trying to draw something that I knew I could draw, you know, I'd lose the... So I've been trying not to cheat. It's been tough, but... I, I do know what I did, didn't know what you were talking about though. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so is there anything so else? Do I get do I get more topics? I just keep going until I run out of topics. Well, is that how we do anything anything you want to talk about? Like, have you seen, okay. seen anything recently that's impressive or? Um, I haven't seen anything uh, super impressive. Um, I mean, I have the one topic that has been bounced around the show for. Um, on and off, well, at least the last few weeks, and um, I've mentioned it a few other times, and I know you Spider-Man fans freak out about it. Oh, um, yeah. So if you guys, if you guys want to jump into that, I would actually really like to have that conversation. Okay. Because I don't, I don't, I All don't right. understand. Yeah, I honestly believe Spider-Man is a menace. How? Um, I, I want to know how. He attempts to be a superhero. I think his desire is to to be a superhero, but in the end. I think he's actually created more villains than he has um, beaten villains. I mean, yeah, he beats them, you know, in, in in combat, but they come back again. But you look at okay, you look at this, the history of Spider-Man. What has he done? He's ruined. Um, in the you look at the movie, his uncle got killed because um, because he not lied because and of, went to not the because of him, but yeah, his he cousin was in the wrong place the right thing. Wrong time. Yeah. So and then. Yeah, was, so he ruined his aunt's life completely. I mean, her husband's gone. She can't pay the she can't pay the the rent or the mortgage. Um, and she, you know, she's an honorable woman. She she tries to do the right thing, but I mean, her life's been destroyed because of this kid and his selfish ambition. Um, Mary Jane's life is constantly put into um, she. The girl should be dead at least a hundred times by now. Um, he's leaving. Sp- yeah, he's just like everyone around him. Basically, my point is, everyone around him, Harry included, their lives go to crap. If you're friends with this guy, your life's going to go to crap. Well, the Harry's, first girlfriend so Harry, got killed. Harry, Harry, okay. Go ahead. Harry's, pro- Harry's problem is was not caused by by Peter or Spider Man. That was caused by his dad. Was it? Yeah. What if Spider Man didn't exist? What would happen? Then Harry would have probably OD'd. Mm, let's just say a real superhero would have stopped the Green Goblin, which he did. Well, the way, but see, if a, a real superhero, hey, shh, my kid decided to come yell at me. I don't know why. Um, a real superhero would have actually stopped him. Would have had to let him kill himself, basically, and he would have taken care. I mean, this is all theoretical stuff. So some of these arguments are difficult, but I mean, a Captain America wouldn't have done that. That's a real. That's a real superhero. So I mean, because the way that the sloppy way that Spider-Man dealt with that, you know, we're referencing the movie directly here. That led to this issue with Harry. So he's basically ruined all of his friends' lives at this point. 
Okay, uh, I, I was I was more talking about the in in the comics. Okay, well, it's yeah, but there's we have to kind of look at all the universes because I think across all the universes we see Spider-Man constantly causing problems. But what other um, superhero? Does, I mean, you bring in Captain America; he's really a special case. He's like, I mean, if if you want to say true superhero, he's really like one of the only true superheroes because the, the ultimate superhero. What about th- Thor? Well, Thor, he's got some problems, you know. He he. Thor's, he, Thor's a Thor's a god. Yeah, he's a god, yeah, he's a but god. yet he still has problems. I mean, he still has issues. He has problems, but but see, Spider-Man has ruined everyone that gets close to him. He's ruined their life. In addition to that, because of him, we have Venom. Because he, in the okay, in the original comics, he was like, oh, I want a new suit too, because everyone else has a new uniform. I want a new uniform. And they went and found this thing, which was this alien, whatever. It's in the cartoon, you know, the cartoon, and in some of the later adaptations they've changed it because the original comic that um the venom that came from was actually a crap comic but anyways but he got it during the uh the secret wars and it was because he was whining and he got it and the whole the venom the venom symbiote is in love with with uh with peter parker and hates him at the same time but he has he has all those anyways i don't i'm getting off on tangents now you guys got me going but Venom was created because Spider-Man wanted that suit, and then he they didn't want to connect with it, and it's this constant battle. Then we have Carnage that's grown off of that. We also have the Scorpion, which was created to stop Spider-Man because a Scorpion is is uh, in the real world. Scorpions kill spiders. Um, I, I so, blame I blame J. John Jameson for for Scorpion. Why do you blame him? Because he's the one that created him. Why did he create him? To stop. Because. The menace known as Spider-Man. Well, see, the thing with Spider-Man is his intentions are good, and I mean, the the, the, the reason he why does everyone good. The, he does good hear? and he tries to do good, but the, the the problem is the big problem is he's human in the end. Mm-hmm. He's a human. He's gonna have never, flaws I, like everybody. I hundred percent agree with you. His intentions he, are good, he, but in the end, he's a menace. He's causing more problems than he is good. I, I say he's he causes people's problems, lives. but I think he 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 does he fixes a lot more problems than he causes. I think if you see, I, I want I, I, I want I want to say he causes problems. Okay, I'm I'm also talking about you know, the comics today. He doesn't cause problems because people know not really to depend on him. Oh, so that's that makes a good super. I mean, that's 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 almost that, that, no no that, that that does make a good superhero because. He is. He is not um, because he is choosing to be the superhero instead of the instead of the uh, instead of P- Peter Parker and going to on a date or whatever with with Cart with Cart Harley. Okay, oh, so you're saying his real life. They're okay. Yeah. So, and maybe and maybe in the more modern day stuff, he's probably matured a lot more than his younger days. Um, and maybe someday he'll become a real superhero. But I just I just see the guy constantly causing issues and problems and putting. People in in the way of danger. Um, okay, I'm, I, there's go ahead. No, keep finish. No, I just I I I have a lot of like I, I like the character. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I just see he's a bratty kid who's trying to learn how to deal with a power, and that's so cool. He's got the whole teenage angst thing, and I get that. But I think most of the time we see him haphazardly fumbling into solving problems. 
or try or the fact he is he is very smart. Like you guys talked about last last week, he does outwit his opponent or he does find a way to in the end basically he gets himself into more trouble, but he's he's smart enough to get himself out. He's literally the definition of he's too smart for his own good. Like he needs to I do agree he needs that. to put aside Spider-Man until he's mature. The funny thing is there was a brand new, and this just literally, I, I think this just aired this week. And as you guys know, I've been saying this for years. The ultimate or Spider-Man. The new ultimate Spider-Man. Free on iTunes where, until did you, April 9th. Oh, is it? Yes. First uh, did you guys see the first free. one? No, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Well, I'm going to spoil a small part of it. He beats this, he beats this random guy and uh, Nick Cage or <laughs> Nick, uh, Cage. Nick, Nick Fury. <laughs> wow. See, I'm just totally blanking it. Nick Fury shows up and he's like, he's all, and he actually says, he goes, you know, a real superhero would have taken care of that much. And it was like a total mess. The whole city was just clip, yeah. crap everywhere. Yes, I have seen that too. Okay. And he shows Captain America to take that guy out in like three seconds. So it took you three minutes. It would have taken Captain America three seconds. And I'm like, that, I, I was like, I was laughing because I'm like, that's been my, it's been my point for years about Spider-Man is he's just so clumsy about the way he gets into stuff. And then, you know, like I said, he is eventually does get out of things, but it seems like he just, he just leaves a trail of just crap as everywhere he goes. Not to mention, I'm, I'm just saying whoever lives in that city that has to clean up all the damn spider webs, he leaves everywhere. Well, they, they, anyway. they, 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 um, he, he makes it a point. I, I, I remember seeing this in the, at least in the animated series in the nineties. Oh, they after an hour. Yeah. After an hour. After an hour. Yeah. That, that is constantly brought up in the, in the, uh, in the comics. Uh, well, I must have missed that. I'm not cared. Um, but that's a good point. Good, good job bringing that point up. <clears throat> okay, and I'm, I, I'm going to finish. Go ahead. Okay. Re- in a recent issue of Spider-Man, um, a guy's foot got got cut off by by a super vi- uh, villain that was not created by by Spider-Man. And <laughs> and the and the and the paramedics put it in in a special ice ice box that Peter Parker in, invented at. At, uh, at Horizon Labs, and then he passes passed by another kid in wearing especially uh, special headphones that are, are noise canceling that he also invented. Which proves my next point, or in some of my last point. Once again, he should put the suit away, and he should be a, he should be an assistant. He should what? be helping out superheroes. He shouldn't actually be out there doing well, it and causing more problems. Okay, at least in his early years. How he- how, how how he came up with like the ice box was to in order to to fight Hydra Man, and the noise canceling stuff was when he lost his super his superpowers, and uh, there was an enemy that created a sound right, that right. just that paralyzed everybody. That's how he created that stuff. So he created this stuff by random chance instead of being in a lab and purposefully doing this. We could have had hundreds more of these great items that could be used by all kinds of superheroes. He just happened to create them, and so they get used no, once in a no, while. That, no, that's what I'm saying. He created them in 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 a lab for right. for that reason, and then it was transferred to uh, like um, civil, uh, civil civilian technology. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, so so we have those two items that he had to use when fighting villains. What if he was a full time? You know, I'm just gonna use Shield, although I'm not a big fan of Shield. If I was a superhero, I wouldn't want to work with Shield. But anyways, what if he was a full time Shield agent scientist, and he was constantly in a lab inventing these things? So instead of the few times when he's created these couple things because he's had run-ins, 
he's analyzing all the villains, the known villains, and he's constantly creating these devices. That's how he could be the most useful as a as a uh, superhero or as a hero or as on the the positive side. Not swinging webs around. There's guys who do superhero work much better. He should be in there inventing stuff. He should be in there helping plan attacks. He should be in there using his brain. That's what he's good at. He's clumsy as a superhero. You know what your problem with that is, right? It would no. be a boring comic book to just see him in a lab <laughs> inventing stuff, that, and that's it. That would be a very – but he could be he okay. could be 007's Q. Yeah. I got I got I got a counterpoint to that. Okay. Go there on. was an issue not too long ago. Again, I'm going to come back to reason stuff where there was a bomb that was about to explode and it was it was in an Avengers thing like all the Avengers were there. And, you know, <clears throat> Mr. M- Mr. Fantastic and and Tony Stark were both working on the bomb. They couldn't figure it out. But but Peter Parker figured it out just because he was already there at the battle. You know why? Bad writing. I'm just kidding. Um, no, honestly, that's why he still he still has a spider ability. He can always respond to stuff. He can always assist with stuff. And that's a one-time thing. But anyways, in general, though, I still think the guy creates more problems than he solves as, well, as a superhero. I mean, it, it all comes down to Spider-Man. He, he, he is the way he is because, you know, he – he didn't do the right thing. He didn't stop that guy stealing the money, you know, who ended up killing his, you know, his uncle and all that. So he's been regretting. He regretted not doing the right thing. So he's been, you know, ever since he's been trying to do what he think is the right is the right thing. And, you know, he he's a science geek. And the thing, you know, he, of course, he's going to be a bit, a bit awkward at times. And he 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 may not make the right decisions, but it's because he thinks he's making the right decisions. Like, you know, right away, if you're going to be dating someone, you should probably, you know, after a while, you should probably tell them, hey, you know, you're this is what you're getting into, just so you know, so there's no which, awkward situations. And which Mary by the Jane way, f- found out before she she started dating. Yes, and you say a mi- you say a menace. Well, of course he's a menace. When he was a teenager, what teenager isn't a menace? I mean, come on now. That's my my point. But I know a lot of teenagers, and they're all menaces, right? Well, it depends on what comic you're reading. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's still in 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 Ultimates. He's still a teenager, but I mean the the classic Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Yeah, he's not even. Well, that's true. That's true. He's the 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 black skin one, but um. (laughs) Yep. Um. (laughs) Anyway, but. The classic Spider-Man, the one that most of us usually are talking about, is the teenage or the early 20s, which is still, no offense to two of the people on here who are still young, it still has a lot of that teenage angst still going through the early 20s. That's that's the Spider-Man most of us are talking about when we talk about Spider-Man. But, but. And I would also argue that's the reason why a lot of people like Marvel, a, a lot of you know Marvel over DC is because, you know... They're human. They have faults. They they do you know they're not always doing the, they're they're not aliens from another planet who always do the right thing like like Superman or you know whatever who's basically perfect. I mean, they, they're more relatable. You can more you can relate more to them because they have the human you know human qualities and traits. And I absolutely oh crap. I've rendered him speechless. Go me. I've done the impossible. 
Sorry, I was eating pizza and I got a <laughs> crumb stuck in my throat. Um, eating on a podcast. One second. That's his excuse, yeah. But anyways, any, anything? All right, so oh. what I was going to say is I do, I 100% agree with that. I think Spider-Man should be a Marvel character. I just think that Jonah Jameson has a good argument. Yeah, I, but, you know, I, 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 in his eyes, yes, but... You know, I just don't. Th- I think he, Jonah Jameson is just too stubborn to, you know, once he's made his mind on something, no matter what, because Spider-Man saved his ass so many times, and you know, I think yes, Jameson and, is just too when, stubborn. And when and when Jameson's wife died, Jameson did not blame Spider-Man. He blamed himself. Okay, I All right. never read that one, but okay, wow. But yeah, that's the long Spider-Man talk. And I, I think it was enjoyable. I, I, I so it. I was right, basically, right? That's what we kind well, of agreed. In, in, in a way, yeah. There, there, I, I'm, I, parts of him, yes, but I, I do think he has done way more good than bad. Wow, I didn't think you were actually going to say yes. That's actually funny. But, <laughs> anyways. Well, I mean, when he's a teenager, like I said, what, what teenager isn't a menace? Come on now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Harold. Unless are you done, Fadios? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm done for now. Ready, Harold? What do you, all right, Harold. What time do you want time to, to wake up. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to? Bring Dude, to I got show? really nothing to talk about tonight. <laughs> really, you haven't watched anything, played anything? From the time we recorded on Wednesday, Thursday, I did the homework for for the show, and I played ten minutes of Bastion. I played maybe the first chapter of that that new game or I'm alive new game I'm alive well, I played the first new. chapter of that um you know I, I played the tutorial I like it it's it's you're in third person well not even third person you, you're in like over the shoulder mode where you can watch your character and it's kind of got to me right now some uncharted parts of it um because I really haven't gotten to much of the story. The only thing I've done is cross a bridge and you have to crawl up the bridge and jump and basically do what you would do with any normal platformer. Yeah. I, it definitely piqued my interest. I definitely plan. On I like it. it Cause it's, I like it cause it's in black and white and it gives you color when you need it. Oh really? That that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like yeah. it. You know, but I, I've got to sit down and play it, and I just haven't had time. Alrighty, Stewart. Uh, see, I've been playing uh, the old the, the old Republic. I'm I can't wait for patch 1.2 to come out, and they get, and then the game will finally be released. Ha ha ha! Yeah. Well, because because it includes stuff that should have should have been in the actual game, and again at, at launch. I, I guess, so. but I mean. I I don't know. I I I enjoyed the launch of of the old republic and I think, you know, there there I would have liked some stuff, but I think it was it was suitable for, you know, and a, a lot of people said, you know, they did add a lot of stuff that other MMOs hadn't had for years and so there you know, there's give and take basically. Right. But it was kind of the kind of stuff that, you know, but they were also missing stuff that the other MMOs have you know had and done right well you you're an mmo that. that you've played the mmos before me that was my first right. and only one so far so 
from right. from my perspective, it was pretty great. But go ahead. Um, uh, been playing some some uh, Gary's mod. You call it that plane. Yeah, you talked to me about one one of the mods. Yeah, there was one mod that I just kind of fell in love with. It's from Doctor Who, the Weeping Angels stat- statue. Which, when I first put it into the game, I just thought it was, you know, like the Weeping Angels statue. And then I, I, I turned around, started doing some other stuff, turned back around, and the statue had moved. So that, that kind of scared me a bit. And I, I turned back around, and it was in, in front of me. Its arms were open, and its mouth had, like, a bunch of fangs on it, like, like in the show. So that has be- now become my, my new favorite mod. And you let it touch you, and it killed you? And, and again, yes. And I died. Oh, uh. See, it would have been awesome if they made it where it teleported you, like, randomly to some other mod or, you know, t- like, because the Weeping Angel, it sends you back in time and bas- that basically feeds off, you know. Right. Yeah. The could-be's. Yeah, the could-be, so. But that's pretty cool, and you, 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 there was another one you said that related to it? Uh, no, it was more of a kind of, like... Things that kind of went went together that weren't made to go together. Um, I, I put a bunch of wheat weeping angels in, and they started chasing me right, right on the map. So I put in a TARDIS, got in the TARDIS, and I noticed that the weeping angels started started surrounding me, kind of like like they did in the uh, in the um, in Blink. So that was that was kind of cool. You gotta live that episode basically. Kinda, yeah, and then and then I and then I got out and they killed me right right away. <laughs> so you weren't a, the you the TARDIS wasn't able to like teleport and trap them. No. Ah. Uh. No, but there, but there there is a map that I've not downloaded yet that is the inside of the TARDIS, and it's a big map. Oh wow. Um. Let's see what else. I. Well, okay. I played Angry Birds Space. Have, have, you, have you guys played that yet? I downloaded and tried it a little, couple of levels, but not too extensive. I like kind of, it a lot. I moved on past the Angry Birds thing. I'm kind of done with it. Yeah, so I, 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 it. I thought I thought I was too. You know, like oh, it's another Angry Birds. I just try it out to see what it's like, and it's actually a lot. I I, I find Angry Birds Space. More fun than than the original Angry Birds. Well, what the only new thing is like when you when you launch, it'll like you'll keep spinning around because the gravitational will slowly you'll spin spin around yeah. the little planet or whatever because the gravitational keep you going until you finally hit the ground. So you you'll loop back and if you don't hit it the yeah. first time. Well, like there, there are some that have like like two um, uh, gravitational bodies, like right, right, right next to each other, and their gravitational wells kind of overlap. So you can shoot through one, sling, slingshot through, through the through the first one, and then come out the and then kind of like do like an S throughout the, the the second one. It's actually really fun, and it also. It also does something that I think the first game should have had, which was when you pull back, it kind of tells you the trajectory of where it's going to go. Not not fully, but kind of gives you a better idea huh. of where it's going to go. Okay. It's 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 free, so why not? 
Yeah, like I said, I gave it a shot, but I like Fadio, so I kind of just gave up, and I just gave it a shot just to see what the whole fuss was. And well, apparently they're also making an Angry Birds cartoon. Really? Are you talking about the actual movie or a TV show? I think it's a TV show. Because they are doing an Angry Birds movie, which is uh, pretty nuts. They're yeah. doing fifty-two uh, episodes have been have been revealed. I guess milk it for what it's worth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure kids will watch it and they'll be excited because they can play it on their iPhones. My my. Uh, my Younger son, he's uh, just turned 11. He's in fifth grade, and all of his friends, they love Angry Birds. They all have, they buy all the toys. They all have iPods. They all play. They all talk about. Like, but they even like think they like the concept of Angry Birds more than they like the actual Angry Birds. Like, I don't even know if they play it that much, but they talk about it all the time. So it's. Um, what, what is there to talk about? I, hey, I, I, don't I, know. I, I slung I, I slung the red bird at a thirty second uh, thirty two degree angle, and it did nothing. Well, there are the oh, little the, the little like kind of semi you know cutscenes where they'll you know and like you know sharing scores and I guess you know leaderboard stuff like that. I guess. I don't well, know. It's even just if we're at Walmart and you know we got a couple of his buddies and they they'll see the stuffed animals and they're like, oh Angry Birds and they all run over there and they wear like Angry Bird shirts and Angry Bird hats like it's silly I'm like it's the game's I mean the game's good but I don't know I, I think it, I think a cartoon like that all the kids will start watching it and they'll give them more reasons to talk about it for a while. Honestly, you know, Angry Birds is basically just a tech demo. If you yeah, really think about it. Mm-hmm. It's oh yeah, just a tech demo to show how you know they can do physics, in in, in on a platform. But you know it really did. I, I I was one of the people who was addicted to it when it first came out. I'll admit that. See, I didn't really get into it at like the original Angry Birds. I I I don't think I've ever ever finished it. I've only finished Angry Birds Rio. I think I, I there was a big part where I kept where where I with the original Angry Birds because I you know I was just trying to do that before all the you know Rio or seasons or all the other side stuff but I was on a mission to three star every level and then I just somehow I just stopped because I was like this is just taking too long and I'm I'm ADD so <laughs> on to the next yeah. Thing. Well, speaking of cartoons, uh, last Saturday I was watching. I was just kind of uh, flipping through the, through the TV late at night, and I saw that Dragon Ball Z was on. So I started started watching some Dragon Ball Z. Commercial come up, and it was Tom from to, uh, from uh, to- Toonami. So apparently they're bringing Toonami back, like on Saturdays. And then up next was Gundam Wing, which was my favorite Gundam uh, series. I'm with you there. So they're bringing Saturday morning. Is it Saturday morning or? No, Saturday night. Uh, um, you before you know with uh, with Adult Swim, 
Saturday, Saturday nights was always like just a bunch of anime. Well, every night, like that. you know, they, 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 Toonami used to be, you know, afternoon and then they'd have the repeats at night plus other stuff. I guess more adult animes at night. Right. Right. And I guess they're uh, instead of just like playing Bleach or some other anime I never heard of, uh, they're bringing the good stuff back. Oh, that that's good. That's good to hear there. And well, and also, and I was the only one who, who who saw this. I saw you know Jaybird tweet tweet about the, the next day. Um, I recently saw uh, Paladin t- talking about Gundam Wing that he saw. I, I saw so. I saw something about this, but it was you know I saw it around April Fool's time, and I was thinking, well, did they do some April Fool's thing or? I don't I, I don't want it to be a joke. I thought that was all was awesome. Oh, I mean, did that? But I, 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 do find it weird that the Dragon Ball Z episode that was that they started with was Cell's last episode, like where where Gohan beat beat Cell. Yeah. I thought that was a weird a weird place to start. I guess, yeah. I don't know. But it's, I guess it, you know, it's a good thing that I guess they're bringing other stuff besides at night besides Adult Swim because. I don't know. I used to watch Adult Swim, but it just—I just—I don't know. Something just—I just kind of got tired of that same old stuff. Got got tired of singing King King of the Hill and Family Guy and Boondocks and yeah, yeah. same old, same old, and shows very similar to each other. And yeah. And then there's their their original shows, which I think they're absolutely terrible. Like. Tim and Eric, and Delocated. Just, oh, so bad. Oh, Robot Chicken, that's pretty funny. Is that still on? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I've watched Cartoon Network. I hardly ever watch live TV anyways, so. <laughs> so is that it? That's that's really been, been it, it, it for me. Okay, not much for me. Um, I... Yeah, I talked about how I watched Die Hard last week while I finished the series in this past week, watching two, all, three, and four. All, okay, I was going to ask you, did you watch the fourth one too? Yeah. Okay. Second one uh, was all right. Third one was yeah. pretty good, and I, I really did like. I really did like the fourth one a lot. I thought it was kind of crazy and at wild, and you know, totally, totally not you know plausible in any way. What? No, he he jumps from from a moving truck onto a jet. Yeah, no, that's what I was yeah. about. To and say. and, and, was about to and say. then this from the, from the jet onto the highway. Like what the hell? But as, you guys have never done that. <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, as, but as far as a popcorn, you know, film, really good, really entertaining, and I love seeing the whole. I love seeing the Kevin Smith cameo. Oh. Of him at Warlock. Warlock, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Because I've heard him talk about it on his podcast, about that whole him having to film that. And so I've heard stories about it, and it was pretty cool to see him actually, you know, see it actually in full effect. And I don't know about the fifth one. I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how many more can he do. I, I think I heard the fifth one's going to be him and his son do something, something. Save the world. Maybe he'll actually die in this one. <laughs> huh? 
It's it's entitled A Good Day to Die Hard, I think. Oh, God, that's so <laughs> corny. Honestly, like, I heard you guys thought the first one was great. The second one was okay. The third one was a little bit a little bit back to being a little bit better, but like none of them come close to the first one for me. Like the first one was so much better than all of them. And oh, the yeah. fourth one I thought I I thought the fourth one was kinda crap. But I mean, there were some okay parts to it. But I thought the whole launching the car to take out a helicopter was probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But um, well, like I said, it's you, it's not a plus. You, you just get a helicopter with a car. It's not plus. out of bullets. It, it, it's totally, you know. It's God, plus. that line. But see, but, but when you watch, see, and here's the thing: like, I don't mind um, when movies when movies are unrealistic or silly like that, if it's a consistent thing. But when you watch the first one, what makes that movie so great is the fact that he is bleeding the whole time. He is like he's fighting his elements. He's fighting like. And it is, it almost, I mean, obviously it's still ridiculous, but it's a lot more be- grounded in reality. And then the second one, they kind of got away with, away with away from that a little bit. But by the time you get the fourth one, all of a sudden it's like the trans, we're watching the transporter. Uh, and with that movie, the first one was, was okay, but they got even more ridiculous with those too, like to the point where he was doing flips with the car to knock off bombs with a crane and, and it, oh, but anyway, I'm not going to get into a whole other movie. But I hate when they, they break their consistency and start getting more and more ridiculous just because they have a bigger budget to do special effects. But I, I definitely hear you sense. there. But I, I, the thing I liked about the fourth one was the whole, you know, basically hacker thing and hacker terrorist you, you thing. You liked that there was an action star nerd. That's what you liked. There was a geeky nerd who was with the, the big bulky action star who actually helped save the day. Well, over the, that and the whole the, the terrorist aspect of you know the hackers being able to do this and this and this and that and you know and because that that did kind of seem plausible. That did kind of seem like and, someone and, could and do that. And the fact that in every single movie he's just like, I do not like tech technology at all. I don't like technology. Right. Yeah. But it's, well, as far as was it, okay, stunt and then four, like the ending thing was they were trying to steal money again, right? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's one of my other problems with that franchise. It's always about taking money. Not that I want it to be like super complex, but like the third one, the the bad guy seemed like he was a little bit more twisted and a little bit more. He was like playing games with him. It was more revenge made, for his brother. Yeah. yeah. But then, in the end, what was the real point? Oh, he just wanted to steal money, and that was a distraction. Like, it actually it started going well, down this cool path, and you're, like, getting excited. Well, that's like, kind oh. of what his what his, what his brother did, too. I mean, he was like, you know, like, we're, we're terrorists, we're this. And it was all to steal, mo- steal money. Yeah, but you in the third one, you thought you thought he was, he was, you know, focusing on John McClane because John McClane killed his brother. You thought it was going to be a, not just for money; it was going to be a revenge for his brother's right. death. And in the in the first one, I thought that was a cool twist where he was creating the facade, but we 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 were able to see that he created his facade, and he was like making fun of the police and making fun of the FBI, and this cat and mouse game between them and between. Oh, go ahead. That's because he he said that early on in in the movie, we're right. really just in this for the money. And, and I think that was a cool aspect. Uh, you, but yeah, I think they almost tried to do it again in three, and I think it like it could have been a cool revenge movie. Like it could have actually been the point. Um, but then it just went back to oh yeah, and now we're stealing money. 
Yeah, I, but, I do have to admit, I was disappointed to hear it was just about money because I, I did, did think it was cool the whole playing games with him cause, and focusing on him, you know, in particular. And then when it was like, oh, it was just a distraction for money. Uh, that same old, same old. But I, I will say in in the straightest way possible, um, I could probably watch Bruce Willis do about any action movie and be entertained at some level. The guy, the guy is just entertaining to watch. I mean, he looks good with a gun and dirt on his face and hitting somebody <laughs> and making smart ass comments. It's entertaining, it just is. So. Yeah, yeah. But going, go, but watching the first one and seeing him actually have hair just really threw me off. <laughs> I didn't like yeah, that. I, mean, I watched it. I watched it the other day. It was on TV, so I was able to let the kids watch it. Um, and we watched it. Uh, it's like on TBS or something. But, um, but yeah, it was actually funny. Really, because I, you know, I've grown up with him. But like going back and looking at him, I'm like, wow, he actually has aged a lot since then. Like he had a full head of hair, and you know, he was. A lot younger. Yeah, but he, like, like you were saying, he's. I'd, I'd still watch tons of I, him as an action hero. I'll still watch. The fact that he's going to be the original Joe from GI Joe, it has me so excited. I can't even. Oh, that's what I've been. I think saying. that's such a great idea. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. You know, and and I've had you know Harold and Stuart poo poo on it. You know. Okay. First of all, let's just remember. Okay. The only the only cast member that's returning from the first one is the best cast member cast member of all. Well, there's a few, but it's pretty much just Snake Eyes, and they fixed the mask. It doesn't have the lips on him anymore. But I don't know if you guys know this, but I follow Ray Park because uh, Ray Parks because um, I love the guy. But he's the guy that plays Snake Eyes. He's also the guy that played Darth Maul. He also played Toad in the original X Men movie. Um, and he's been in a few other movies too, but um, he's a headless horseman in one movie, and he was in X versus Seven. Um, but I mean, you got Darth Maul playing Snake. Snake Eyes is like my childhood, like favorite. Optimus Prime and Snake Eyes are my two favorite toys of all time. So the fact that he's playing Snake Eyes is Darth Maul's playing Snake Eyes is fantastic. But um, the fact that they just cleaned up the, they just took, they took a crap. I just totally derailed your show. Whatever. They took a crap movie. With had with good elements, they cut all the crap out, kept the good elements, and and brought in a whole new crew, and that's fan that's a fantastic idea. Like, oh I don't yeah, know it's ever the, been done. the trailer looks amazing, and I don't know if Stewart or Harold has watched the trailer of the n- new GI Joe movie, but it really looks mm-hmm. amazing, and I was surprised when I saw the the trailer for and it. And they have the Cobra Commander has his mask, and it's a badass looking mask. I'm like, thank God they tried to come up that weird odd-looking plastic tube-looking thing. I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but when they show they show a glimpse of Cobra Commander and he's got the silver mask, and I'm like, oh, thank God somebody beat their head until they actually figured out. Like, all you do is go on the internet and realize how bad you screwed up the first one. And right. people, the fans will tell you, but they fixed a lot, and they brought in all the ninjas. They have Jinx in there, and they have the, the Cobra ninjas, and it looks like they're going to, because there was a whole G.I. Joe ninja story, uh, I, I'm actually pretty excited about what they're looks like what they're doing. I mean, and the Rock, is, the Rock is like the Bruce Willis of the next generation. Both those guys, they're just entertaining to watch. They're both going to be on. T- That's awesome. Plus, you know, swords and ninjas. Yeah, for the most part, the Rock is great. I mean, the Scorpion King not a was tooth fairy. pretty bad. Yeah, the Tooth Fairy too. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, the Witch Mountain movie. 
the the remake. Oh boy, that oh, was, right. that was bad. But yeah, for the most part, bad. when the Rock is doing action, you know, he's like, yeah. he, I, I think that's a perfect perfect comparison. The next Bruce Willis, basically. Yeah, I mean they they kind of have that similar kind of swagger about them. Um, I think they kind of fit, fill that same mold or whatever. But yeah, but I'm I'm I've never seen the first, I haven't seen the first GI Joe movie, and I refuse to because people say don't. It's horrible. I you know what well, I'm I, gonna uh, I, I would say you should watch it knowing it's horrible because you probably could enjoy it. Uh, Chris, you know Christopher Eccleston is in it. That doesn't mean anything. I mean it. That, you know, Johnny. He's actually pretty good at his death it, he, but Yeah, he, he he actually is kind of kind of good at it. He's probably the only thing that's good about that movie. Oh, uh, I, I, I maybe I'll give it a shot, but that you know, not not seeing that and seeing the trailer for the second one, I'm really excited about the second one. The the second one, story wise, not. I mean, you can I can explain the story in about twenty seconds, but they end the the first movie with some story that goes into the second one. And that's the whole reason why Cobra is taking over the, you know, whatever. But anyways, um, so it, it might be. But on, I, honestly, I think if you watched the first one, you would get enough out of it to make it worth your time. It's not a good movie, but there's some cool scenes. And they do they do hit up some of the Storm Shadow Snake Eyes storyline. Um, and they do a decent job with using the flashbacks, although it's they're kind of like cheesy the way they do it. But um but it's not bad. Alrighty, Anyways. and don't don't worry about derailing the podcast. The whole podcast is basically a derailment. I mean, right. <laughs> now I have now I have permission. Harold, what are you doing, dude? He's probably asleep. I'm half asleep. <laughs> yeah, Harold was telling us about he read part of the like GI Joe comics and it was just bad. Well, I didn't like it because it was just. I read the first, the very first one. And I guess I, I, I grew up watching the G.I. Joe cartoon. Oh, yeah. And, and the G.I. Joe cartoon was great. And this was just the comic book was long and drawn out. Hmm. I mean, the one I was reading was like number one. And they were going to rescue some lady. And they just they drew out. They drew it all out. And and it was one of those like 50s comics. And it was right. it, it was just kind of boring to read. Now was that the number one from the eighties, like when the, or was that yeah. like newer? Okay, no, it was the number one from a long time ago, where the the artwork was, you know, the old artwork and everything. Yeah, and I just didn't get into it. I, it was hard for me to get into. Alrighty. Well, that old TV show was awesome, though. That was. Every morning I'd go to my buddy's house before school. We'd watch Transformers and G.I. Joe. And that was like the best part of my day. Every yep. every morning from – it was like 6.30 was one of them. 7 o'clock was the other. 7.30 we'd walk to school. Yeah, awesome. no. G.I. Joe cartoon was awesome. I mean and just how they were able to take down Cobra Commander every week or every time, every day <laughs> was great. You know, I mean, this this had Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, Hawk. It had everybody that was in it. It was just maybe if I could get into the second one, it might be better. But like this first one was just really slow. Well, and you know the problem with that's like when that when that comic. Cause I remember I actually had the number one, and then I don't I lost it or something. But uh, when that first came out, GI Joe wasn't that big at the time, so it was probably like 
the B team or the C team or the the L team, you know, like some crap team that hadn't done anything. So you have not the best artists, not the best writers, and people that are just trying to, you know, find whatever. I would agree with that. It was definitely not not the best artist in there in the bunch. No. Well, you know, this was know. here yeah. where they were going against. They were trying to get Lady Doomsday back, and Lady Doomsday got uh, captured off the train. Oh, and they, well, and, yeah, I know. I know some of the later comics. They actually had Snake Eyes spinoffs, and uh, they went like deep into like the ninja stuff um, with the whole ninja clans and all that. And they had uh, apparently there was actually some good comics that came out later on, but maybe the. The first few uh, seasons were too good, or first few years. But oh, well. one of these days I'm going to get that app. How much is the app? It's like twelve bucks. The Marvel one. What, what do you mean, Marvel app? Uh, or not the app? The uh, the thing you can pay monthly. Oh, uh, that's that's ten bucks a month. Ten bucks. I'm going to get that this summer because I want to like read up. Is, is that is that have? I mean, is is the variety like really really good? Does it have like just tons of stuff? Oh yeah. Does it have like the Secret Wars and all that stuff? Does it go that far back? Um, there's some like like some '70s stuff. Okay, but it's but it's 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 kind of spotty. Right. Because that's that's okay. I'm just gonna spin off into this conversation. Uh, the one that drives me nuts about comics, like my said, my son, he's gonna be 15. Um, he 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 really wants to go read through a lot of these stories that have been out for years, and you know they have the. Uh, what do you call it? The ones where they put all the, the groups together, the group of comics together. I'm just blanking on that word. The, the trade back, the, the, the trades. Um, the trade paperback. Yeah. Like they have those with all combined stories, but like, if you want to, like he wants to collect all of those on the secret Wars. So there's not like buy these seven books. You'll have the entire story because the secret Wars was just like the civil war was spread out through all the different ones. And it's kind of like there's right. bits and pieces here and there. Like there needs to be somebody out there who knows about all this stuff, who creates a website that connects all the dots for you. So if you want to read a storyline that like you can either collect all these or you can collect all these trades or you collect these trades plus these individuals and you'll have the whole story because, uh, well with the civil war, they do have some, there's, checklists and stuff like that and yeah. we're we're actually we're actually you know planning on in like a month or two doing an episode about the civil war oh okay I would, that's... I would for for what you're looking for i would look i would look at comic vine comic find Com- comic vine oh vine okay that makes sense i'll have to check that out because that's that's the one that's been frustrating for me because um uh, you know, I, I want them to be able to go through everything and kind of have a good history and understanding of a lot of stuff that's happened. And uh, you know, I want to read it with them because you know, I've I've gotten spotty comic reading here and there, but sometimes it's just it's hard to get that that full um, the full story because of the way that it's spread out over so many things. And of course, that's great marketing. You spread it out over enough comics, someone gets interested in it. All of a sudden, they're buying. You know, 10, 20 comics every week instead of just the, the Spider-Man one. Now they're buying Fantastic Four and X-Men Avengers and everything else. But yeah, but they should have. They should come out with a, you know, trade paperback or even maybe a hardback edition of like all the, you know, because I mean I have a trade paperback that has like it's what is it called? It's called like Marvel Universe versus the Hulk or the 
Hulk versus the Marvel Universe, and it has like the Hulk, you know, battling like the Avengers from the old '70s series, and then you know, different, you know, all the different encounters the Hulks faced against, you know, all in one. So it's from different comic books. It's not just from the Hulk. It's from, you know, all these other series. So they they do do stuff like that, but. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. So maybe maybe there is, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe I don't, they'll have something uh, coming out soon for some of these things. If I had more time and more knowledge, I would just create my own website. But it looks like know, Comic like, Vine's got a lot of stuff on there. Oh yeah, uh, Comic Comic Vine is a is a wiki. Oh okay, so. that makes sense. That's probably the only way to do it because one person yeah. can't know all this stuff. <laughs> That would be. Uh, I mean, there might be one person out there, but he's got too much. He's reading too many comics to create a website. Right. Yeah, but I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm getting back into comics, and I'm just reading, and I'm like, who the hell are these characters? Like in Spider Man, there's like, okay, who who is Carly or what? What, what Charlie or what, what's her name? Stewart. His Carly new, Cooper. Yeah, who who the heck is this chick and who's that dude and stuff like that. I mean, you 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 you, you know, few years you you step away for few or maybe 10 years and yeah. you, you know, you lose a lot and I from what I've from what I've seen this subscription stuff has a lot of good stuff on it, I think. It does, yeah. Oh. And I'm I'm, gonna check out this I'm about to check sure. it out. Yeah. I'm the same way, so but um, I guess the only other thing I really, really meant worth mentioning is I finished the, I watched the series two of Sherlock on the BBC and it, it, it was all right. Couple, you know, the first episode was good. The second episode was kind of long and a bit boring, and it may, it, it really makes me think, you know, you they really, ha- you know, a show really has to s- step up and. You know, they really have to make it good if they're going to make episodes like a whole storyline last for, you know, an hour and a half. Like like the, the Sherlock episodes are. They're like three or, you know, three of them a, a series and hour and a half each instead of like, you know, them being 30 minutes or 45 minutes without commercials or whatnot. And I really noticed that. On like I, there was one like kind of like werewolf or something some something like that and it it just was really I was really noticing that it was a lot of filler stuff and I'm just glad other shows aren't like that I'm glad you know yeah I much prefer you know having more episodes being shorter and not having it feel like they're adding stuff just to just because they have to fill that hour and a half mark or whatnot, but um, that that's basically it for me. I really haven't played anything. I do have the new or the latest Spider-Man game, uh, the Edge of Time, and I've got that in from GameFly because I'm uh, giving them another shot for a dollar for a month. So I got that. I can't I can't wait until Spider-Man games go open world again. Which is going to be for the uh, amazing uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, but with Shattered uh, with Shattered Dimensions, I I really like Shattered Dimensions. I thought it was a really good game. Okay, I I played the one I played um, uh, that one you got. I forget the name of it now. Edge of Time. Edge of Time. Thank you. Um, 
I didn't like the linearity of it. Wow, linearity. Yes. Uh, no, I actually agree. I I, ha- God, I actually have not even finished that game. I played through the first couple things, and I just, I don't know, it just felt like it was it was too controlled of an environment. And Spider-Man, like, after playing Web Shadows, which absolutely had its faults, there's a lot of faults with that game, a lot of problems with that game. Um, the one thing that was good about that game is the way you got to swing around the 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 city as Spider-Man. Yeah. The 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 the, the actual way that the Spider-Man or the Spider-Man moved and all the like the way like when you you, you could swing up like higher, and he does like a little flip before he lands. Like everything about the character, like they spent all the time on that, and they forgot they needed missions that were fun to play, um, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, but I mean, there was and there was some missions that actually were fun. But it was some clunky old school kind of missions in there, and repeat missions. But um, and like that's the kind of game that and, yeah. yeah 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 a lot of a lot of that crap and kill a thousand of these guys mission or kill a thousand of these guys and you get a point and you're trying to build up those points and but you know so I, I agree totally with Stuart that if they could take that concept and put an open world with stuff that made sense and missions that were fun that would be the well, I don't want to say the ultimate, but that would be an amazing ultimate Spider-Man game. Um, but that would be, yeah, it would be a phenomenal game. But uh, yeah. those ones, yeah, they felt really linear and really... Because Spider-Man, like the way you use that character, I feel like it should be an open world. Like that makes sense for that character more than more than, more than than really any character. Like, well, um, I think a Superman game should be open. Well, it's too. the way the series, it's the way the story is, though. Like with Shattered Dimensions and Edge of Time, you you're going back and forth to one Spider-Man to the other, and I mean that's yeah. the that's the reason why I play these games yes. is for the I, I story. Do, I, I do agree that the story was good, but the gameplay was not there. Well, Shattered Dimensions yeah, was, was just Spider-Man, Sp- Spider-Man go- going down a hallway, which is a lot of of uh, of um, Edge of Time. I, I have going down a hallway in, into a room, beat up beat beat up all the guys in the ho- in that, that room, and then the door opens. I have not played That's that yeah. over and over and over again. I have not played Edge of Time, but Shattered Dimensions I really enjoyed. I really thought it was a, you know, there there was some you know some points where it, it was linear, but overall I think Shattered Dimensions was really good, and that's what made me really excited about Edge of Time. And then I don't know, I just never picked it well, time up part, part of the problem that i had with edge of time not even i haven't finished dimensions yet but my problem with dimensions i hated i hate i just really didn't like the 2099 uh, spider-man i don't like the voice they use anyway and i'm yeah, just never a big fan I'm of the whole 299 series and the fact that they picked that as one of the two when they went the, the edge of time i was like ooh, that's even more i would have rather had the noir spider-man the new, I want the new R Spider-Man to have his own game, but then again, I have Batman. Batman. Arkham City. Batman. It's Batman. So, <laughs> but and that's the other problem is I thought the new R stuff was was fun, but if you played Batman, that new R stuff is child's play compared to the the, the Batman games. Um, but and that's part part of the problem with building a game with four different characters that you're playing is you're building four games for one game, and. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, but I I really love the fact that you know we know Spider-Man at its core 
and I love seeing the different, you know, versions of the Spider-Man and the different versions of the villains and oh yeah, st- stuff like that. And that you know, that's why I play the like games the sc- is the story. Yeah, yeah. No, and it, in the story, they actually had a pretty decent story. Uh, they even brought in Madam Web and all that crap, which is kind of fun. Cool. So, um, that and I'm finally gonna finish Arkham Asylum. Asylum? Yes. Dude, you need help. I got stuck on one point, and I got frustrated. And You, yeah. you know what happens when people get stuck? They find out how to get unstuck. Well, I, don't like to, I don't like to cheat. I don't like to do that. No, I, I, I honestly, I, I actually finished the entire game, and I did all of the Riddler challenges without going to the internet once. Like, that was my goal, because... But I was having so much fun with it, like I didn't want to cheat because I was enjoying the, the search. You know what I mean? But so yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, and that, that was a great game. The past few years, there's just been so many things coming out, and like I said, ADD here. I mean, I. And then I just yeah, stepped. I just stepped away from gaming for a while. I'll tell you, of this generation, I mean, Batman's in my top five, no question. Oh, I. Agree. Batman and Mass Effect are probably. Probably my top two games of this entire generation, and probably in my top five all-time games. So when you say you didn't have time, that's no excuse. Well, well, the reason why I'm going back to it is because I want to play Arkham City, and I've you know, I've I've stopped myself because I've had the chance to play Arkham City, but I've just been like, you know, I need to, you know, I, I really need to just go back and play Ar- finish Arkham Asylum up, and then, so I can play Arkham City. Yeah, on Arkham City, a lot of people were kind of hitting on it, but I think if you play Arkham Asylum and then play Arkham City right afterwards, like without that lapse to create hype and forget, you're just gonna go to the next game. And be like, oh, this is the same game with a lot of more new cool stuff, and it'll be you'll be able to enjoy it without any any hesitation or any overhyping or anything. Because I think that's a lot of people overhyped it. And when you compare them side by side, Arkham City is a better game, and yeah, you can do more in it. And I think you'll get that without that gap, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and looking at Comic Vine that the Link Stewart sent us, I I see that Harley Quinn is going to have its own DLC, and I love Harley and Quinn. And you get to play as Robin. I yeah. don't know about that, but I love Harley Quinn. And trust me, when you play Arkham City, you'll get it. Yeah, Harley Robin's, Quinn's one Robin's of my badass. favorite, favorite, favorite characters like of any comic book, you know. Of of all comic books, it's one of my favorite. Well, I like characters. the, and I like the Harley Quinn that's in that game too. It's, I think it's a really cool design because it's not it's not the, you know, the the attitude is very similar, but it's a little bit like the just the whole character design is is very unique. I think it was, they did a really good job on that. Yeah. yeah, and the and the and the picture it has with that article, you know, that's a great great picture of Harley Quinn. Definitely, and I I I, I love the <laughs> fact that. Kevin Smith named his daughter Harley Quinn. I I, I, I I would definitely consider doing that if I ever have a daughter. Um, by the way, my youngest son is named Logan for a reason. It was before the movies and anything came out. Like, Oh, yeah. I named my son after Wolverine for a reason. You've told but us that anyways. before, and we thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's still awesome. My oldest son was supposed to be Luke after Luke Skywalker, and my wife went against that. But... I remind him all the time, and it pisses him off because he loves Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always angry at his mom. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, playfully, but yeah. yeah. 
Uh, alrighty. Um, and I guess the my the topic I really wanted to talk about was um, this video about basically there's like a parade of Batmobiles. Like they had all the Batmobiles. I get. I guess for the Dark Knight Rises, it was a promotion thing and they had all the different batmobiles and it, i i it's like four four minutes long not that long the link will definitely be in the show notes of course so all you listeners can see it but it, it really made me i really enjoyed seeing all the different batmobiles and right there and being able to compare them side to side and i mean it, i don't like i i just just by just by seeing them side to side makes me realize how much i do not like the current Bat- batmobile Oh, are you kidding me? I love the current Batmobile because it fits with Nolan's universe, and they they, they you know they bring no, up. No, I, I I totally agree that it, it it does fit, but I don't. That doesn't make me a lot like it. Yeah, yeah but that's the coolest mm. one. And there there is kind of a spoiler in in it, I guess. Um, those uh, you know, I, at least I didn't know. Then again, I'm going blackout. But I guess the pictures have been leaked that the new Batmobile is going to turn into a airplane or something yeah it can hover yeah so that the you know but i don't think that's too Dude, i don't know how that spoiler. that that the the batmobile from uh the 89 the original tim burton uh, not really the original but yeah tim burton's first one that, there's something about that thing that's just awesome oh I, that, I, I that is that is that is that is my favorite batmobile i agree i i really like that one and i you know i i like the the, the original one too just because you know yeah well I, I somebody linked the picture and i and i i shared it on facebook as um things i'm adding to my list of that of uh, my list of things i'm gonna buy when i win the lottery they had all five of them but uh, that I honestly, honest to God, I would have a a geek garage, and I would have at least one of those Batmobiles in that garage. There's no question about it. It would be sitting right next to Knight Rider, but the original one. <laughs> not the, the yeah. Stuff. Well, I, I would definitely love to have the Tim Burton one because that that that's definitely, you know, I I think that's the best one. I agree with you. Oh, well, it's it's just. I, I like the new. I think the new one, like you said, it fits the universe perfectly. But the Tim Burton one is something sexy about it. Yeah, yeah. I liked the um, the second Tim Burton one. That one was okay, um, but like because it was a little bit different. It had the lights on it, the blue lights, um, and I don't actually see it on this thing at all. I don't know if they actually have it in here. But then they started getting a lot more cartoonish with. Batman Forever and Batman uh, Richard or Batman and Robin. That's what it was. Chris O'Donnell was the worst part of those movies. People can rip on George Clooney and Val Kilmer and all and Arnold and all that, but Chris O'Donnell ruined those movies. Well, for it's, me. it's not his fault. Clooney. They made Clooney him say was, was a great Bruce Wayne. Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne. He's a, a great, great playboy, but he he wasn't well. Yeah, it's, that's the classic. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I, I understand. I agree with that to, in part, but in order to be Bruce Wayne, you have to have that Batman in you, like, which, of course, just contradicts the same thing. But anyways, right. uh, there's, something, there's something about Bruce Wayne that even when he's being Bruce Wayne, there's still that Batman inside of him that you can see. And you, you never saw that with George Clooney just rents a yacht or buys a yacht and parties. That's all he does. He is Bruce Wayne. What Bruce Wayne is trying to make believe he is. 
Yeah, Michael Michael uh, Keaton was played, you know, kind of crazy well, which is kind of what, what Batman is. <laughs> Batman is crazy. Batman is... He's a pissed-off um, billionaire. A, he's a criminal. <laughs> Bat- <laughs> he is. Yeah? The only reason that we, that we you know, oh, he doesn't kill. Like, that's, that's like the one rule he has, and that's the only thing... That we can cling on to to say, oh, we don't we don't hate Batman and he's not bad because this one thing it's like gives us that one thing we can hold on to say, see, he's still good because he won't kill. But he also won't won't steal either because he can just buy. Right. Well, he doesn't have. Well, he stole from himself at one point. True. Batman begins. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he's yeah, his Batman is a. But I still think, and I don't want to spin this off too far, Batman still should not be in the DC Universe. He never has belonged to the DC Universe. He sticks out like a sore thumb with all these aliens and these magic have you seen the fantasy. Have you seen the, uh, what was it, the Legion of Doom, the latest uh, DC? Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, Just, Justice League Doom. Yeah. Oh, is that that's the one with the satellite dish, right? Where he has the satellite dish to how to take everybody out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Batman de- and it's the it it's 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 the one where the 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 the, the Batman's plan against all the other you know people gets right. taken and used and you know that's not a real spoiler because that's you know been used before that's been known right. but and you know and it the the end of that is real is really good because it sh- it show you know he basically says i don't belong with y'all if you if you you know <laughs> well, he basically there's nothing said that more batman. that's awesome there's nothing more batman than that satellite dish that is like that is like totally something batman would do having you know basically planning three steps ahead of everybody else that's why i love that's well, why I love the batman. satellite dish wasn't his thing the his thing was he had a plan on how to take how to in in, in case like superman went crazy or wonder woman went crazy he had a plan he had an individual plan for each you know right to count, take them all out counter, not yeah to to neutralize them not kill them but neutralize them right because 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 he doesn't kill right but, but that I mean, but that's that's what i mean like just him him planning that far ahead like the guy has no – there's no reason he should be a superhero at all. He's just a guy. He's got no powers. All he has is money and some uh, some interesting ideas. I mean that's – he's like the uh, – I don't know. He's like Tony Stark's um, absolute opposite, and, and at the same time, he's the exact same. He's Tony he's Stark, kind of but not as tech-wise. Uh, right. Well, Tony Stark's tech is different. Yeah. But Batman, I mean, if you look at the Batwing and the, the Batmobile and some of the gadgets he used, it's they're just it's different technology. Uh, yeah, but Batman has people who invent kind of his stuff, no? But he's it's his ideas, and then in, he has the people in do the it. movie. Yeah. I mean. Right. Right in the movie. Actually, they, I don't know if they ever really explain where all this stuff comes from. I know he does. He does invent some of it, but yeah. Anyways, Batmobiles, Whatever. seeing all of them, you know, in one place, comparing them awesome. in a video. I I really like that, and I was like, definitely gotta share that with everyone to see. But I guess we can stop talking about this comic book, to- comic book, you know, and go on to a different comic book universe, which is our I recommend this week second part of our Road to the Avengers. And that is you the, have, 
a clip for that, like Road to the Avengers. Well, like, I music and I've been meaning to guys, make one. I've been meaning to make one, but I've you know I, I edit the show and I post it and I do all kinds of stuff. So Stuart, well, do more. Stuart's do more. more damn it. Stuart's got time to do that, but <laughs> I do. Sure, you do. <laughs> While I'm editing, well, I'm, I, as your one and only listener, I demand more out of you guys. Well, either Stuart or I will probably whip up something next week. Road to the Avengers. It better be better than what he just did. Well, I was thinking about having taking clips from like the movies and piecing them and doing something, you know. I don't know. Anyways, um, The Incredible Hulk. And this is the 2008 one with Edward Norton, not the whatever, whatever with... Oh, crap. I watched the other one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which I've never seen the other one. I've never seen Hulk, so and right, I, I never before will. We, before we go on to this one, I I think you should watch the old one. Are you serious? Uh, yes. I'll yes, tell you why. Should. Because it's always good. Okay, here here's a philosophy I was told a long time ago, and it, it relates to a lot of things. I think it definitely relates to movies. If you just watch good movies, you'll lose the concept of what a good movie is. You should watch bad movies regularly so that you can appreciate good movies more. So, for instance, you watch this one. There's elements of every movie, most movies, I should say. There's elements of most movies that are still good. Um, and these, there's elements of the original Hulk that is good. There's elements of it that are horribly stupid, um, which we won't get into because we're not talking about that movie. But wa- by watching it, you can at least appreciate those aspects. And then you, when you compare it to this movie, you'll see, A, why this one's so much better than that first one. Um, and B, like where there actually was a couple of things that they could have still used. I, th- I still think there was some better casting in the first one, not for uh, for Banner, but I think Betty Ross was better, and I think the general was just as good or better in the first one because it was the where's the beef guy, uh, Sam Worthington. Is that his name? No, that's not his name. Sam Worthington Sam's is the Avatar dude. Yeah, that's a totally different dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the the guy at the end of um or the cowboy like the, where's the beef guy he was on Tombstone and he's been on um, okay uh, I think I know who you're talking uh, about Big Lebowski at the end yeah tells me he cusses too much okay okay fine for my fans I will watch the the first Hulk movie and the first GI Joe <laughs> there you go and, and the best part is and X Men or- Origins oh God do I really have to watch you, that you haven't seen that one either. <laughs> The Wolverine? Yeah. Uh, there's like, uh, that's like, of, of the entire movie, like half of it is pretty good. Okay, I'll watch those three then. No more. No, no others. No others for a while. Go go into go into all of those with the mentality these movies suck. Because no, at least with that mentality and that expectation, you can enjoy, when the good parts do come up, you can enjoy them. That's all. That's all. We'll leave it at that. Alrighty. Um... Well, this is the Incredible Hulk, um, and do you? I, I just want to say, I the first thing is the the credits, the opening credits. I think I, it did an amazing job showing the <clears throat> origin story. Oh yeah, yeah and now because good, because because, because his origin is really well well known. The one the ones that are like that. Can get it can can get away with that and actually do better if they do something like that. Well, that and they already had a movie where I I'm assume they covered his origin. I don't know. Yes. 
They did? Okay, yeah. So they didn't want to have to do it again and waste a lot of valuable time. They spent half of the first movie covering his origin. We didn't <laughs> see Hulk until halfway into the movie, which is <laughs> a big problem with the first one. So, yes, they covered and covered and covered and messed up a little bit the origin of Hulk because um, they made some mistakes. But one of the things, Kate, when I was a kid, I'm going to take you guys back. I know Harold, if he's awake, is going to be with me on this. When I was a kid, I used to scream for Hulk David. Hulk David was the name that I gave Hulk because he had two names and I was confused why the same guy had two names. So I combined the two, even though his name should be Bruce Banner. It was David Banner in the TV show. Because Bruce because, is, is faggy, right? Yeah, because Bruce sounds gay. Yeah. I don't understand that. And all my <laughs> friends that are named Bruce, I remind them of that regularly. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> anyways, Come on now. Bruce Wayne. I know. Bruce is <laughs> – That's not. it's not like it's – anyway, I'm not going to get into a whole <laughs> tangent, but – there's gayer names out there, and that was not one that's gay at all. But um, I used to absolutely love that TV show. As bad as it is, I still think there's a couple episodes that are pretty cool. Um, it's on Netflix, I think. So, it oh yeah, I'm sure it is. They, no, but, for uh, '70s TV, that move, that TV show was not that bad, actually. No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Like watching it now, it's it's very, 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 very dated. I try. I watch some of it with my kids, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm done." Um, after after a few episodes, but and there there was some good episodes of that. But man, that show, I mean, Bill Bixby, he was awesome in that. And playing that uh, that song at the end where he like he's leaving the town and the I forgot what the song's dun, called. Dun, dun, dun. You can you can post edit it if you want because um, you probably won't because you guys play I was I was just gonna sing it so. Yeah, that's why I said you should probably not. But. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and they played it in that, this movie. Yeah, but they took they took like in the in that and this is all relating back to what we're talking about the first like thirty seconds of the movie um, when he's sitting in the chair and the the whole device that they're that they're doing like that's exact replica of the TV show and like there's like an actual scene of him sitting the way it goes across his eyes uh, they use like the same camera shots and they were just like they were just saying like they respected it like they, they just came out and said we respect the TV show and where you know what I mean which I, I just love that kind Fan of stuff. that stuff yeah it's it's you know, it's just it's respecting the guys that went first it's respecting the fans. And it's coming out and saying, it's basically like Marvel saying, we get it. We know what was wrong with the other one. We're in control now. We're going to show you guys we know what's up. From from the first second you see the the, the screen flicker, you're going to know that we're here to make your movie. And it was just, it excited me. And I was like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. And, and from then on, I'll let you guys continue, but um, fantastic. Yeah, I would agree with everything there because growing up in that time watching the TV show, this was this is by far the best Hulk. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Well, do we get the origin story? Then it, you know, basically, you know, it 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 just dives right in and it shows him in some you know foreign world or foreign land and basically he's just. You know, he's just trying to stay under the radar. He is, he is, he is, he is already on, on the run. Yeah. It's like they continued from the TV show. They had that kind of mentality of him being on the run and him hiding from, hiding out from the government and 
it kind of had like not that it was the TV show, but it kind of had that feeling of him being like, like almost continuing that same story. Well, yeah, it was like five years later. I mean, because you hear the the general, he he says, you know, he 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 was off the radar for five years. You know, he's not going. No. You know, later on you hear that, so you know, it's five years later. But this is what we've always known the Hulk to be. Just even in the comic books, he's always the guy who has been high now. He's never been the mainstream guy. Right. Definitely. And but I, I, I really would just want to get this out of the way. I think this is one of Stan Lee's best cameos. Oh, where he drinks oh, soda drinking, and then drops. Yes. <laughs> It's you know we we got a case of we 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 you know we had a case of radiate or gamma radiation poisoning and then you see Stanley and it just I don't know I just love that. Uh, you know what? Let's just side note. I just love all of Stanley's cameos. Like yes. even the bad ones. It, you know what? You know why I love it though. When you look at that guy's face, anytime you hear him talk, anytime you hear me interview, he's like one of the most intriguing people to watch just talk because he so is in love with the fact that people love something he created. Like he loves what he created and he gets excited like a little boy that other people like it too. Like it's, and you can see him just in the movie. He's, oh, he's just so excited that he gets to be there and be part of this. Like he's just as much a fan as he is the creator of a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, and I love, I love like seeing interviews of him because he'll, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be modest, but then he'll, at the same time, he'll be like, you know, I, he, he'll be like, I only, you know, all I did was create the the way comics are today, you know, all I did was mainstream <laughs> comics, you know, right. So I, I, I think Stanley is awesome, and he, he's what is isn't he like ninety one now? Uh, I'm not sure. I know he's he's definitely old. He was, I mean, he's been doing this for over 50 years or something. Yeah. Um, I did actually get to see him in real life. He was born, so yeah, wow. He's 90. Uh, um, no, I actually um, when I was at Comic Con one year, I was walking. We went to lunch, and I was walking back into like there's like a uh, an open area in before you go into the actual showroom floor, and there's all these people mobbed around. It looked like a, a high school fight broke out at lunch. And I'm like, what the heck is everyone <laughs> mobbing around? And I look over, and I just see a glimpse of Stan Lee in the middle of this crowd with all these people that are taking him. Like, oh my God, it's Stan Lee! Like, you don't just, you know, I'm not a celebrity guy at all, but that was cool. Just getting to see Stan Lee, and I went up next to him, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, whatever. And he's like, he just kind of was like saying hi to people, and um, but he's just, he's just like the happiest guy. And he was just out there, just excited to be there. Like he was, he was excited to go to Comic Con like everybody else. Yeah, and that's definitely I I definitely want to see him and get his autograph, you know. And I'm I'm just thinking, God, he's 90 already. I need to just, you know, I need to get out to one of these comic cons so I can meet him and just get his autograph. And right. Yeah. So that's gonna be my big goal in the next couple of years. But you know, I guess <laughs> back to the movie. Um, oh yeah, the movie. You would like me when I'm hungry. Yeah, oh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was cheesy, but it fit. I thought it was just you know. That's 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 kind of making making fun of of the first of, for the first one. Well, it's just it's that's just that's that's Stanley's humor right there. I, I, I'm sure he probably laughed harder than anyone. I think you know that's it was funny and, and making fun of gringos trying to speak Spanish and it just it, it kind of 
combine a bunch of different humors all into one cheesy joke. Um, but I mean, that whole opening, the whole opening scene with him trying to do the right thing, but trying to stay away from whatever, you know, they kind of showed us that struggle again. And, uh, Ed Norton's phenomenal, but, um, obviously that eventually leads into us seeing the Hulk. Well, well there's the it, chase scene and you, the first time we like see the Hulk, oh, that's right. we don't really, the chase scene was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed it, but I, we don't really see the Hulk fully right we we see glimpses of it yes which i it was i like the way they did it well and you don't you know like i said i mentioned earlier but the first movie you literally don't see the hulk for an hour i mean that's an hour of movie before you would see the hulk the first time so the fact that or if you saw in a a drive-in like i did you never saw the hulk (laughs) stop going to drive-ins okay they suck this is the modern day there's digital screens it's around Two, two feature films for seven bucks. I mean, come on. But is um, it worth it if you don't get to see the – if you don't really get to see the films much? I mean – Only you, if it's dark, like it was through through most of the first Hulk movie. Then just don't see it when it's well, dark. Just go see I one I didn't movie. know it was dark. Just go see one matinee and then sneak into another movie and boom, two movies for eight bucks or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Never sneak into movie, kids. That's wrong. Just, just get a um, friend with someone who works at the movie theaters. Befriend the. Just go, go work at the movie theater on the weekend. You can get in free for the rest of the time. Hey, that's See? a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep telling my kid. My wife makes fun of me, but I keep telling my kid when he's 16, he should go work the movie so I can get in free. <laughs> that's how I think. Either that or GameStop, so I can get games for. I can, I can rent new games before rent. Other early games. access. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm renting brand new games that people are going to buy. But anyways, um, back to the – but I, I love the fact that, yeah, you saw glimpses of Hulk. You saw what Hulk can do, um, and you got to see him just, like, kind of terrorize a little bit. Um, but they still kind of left you wanting. Um, and I don't know how much you guys want to talk about the story um, leading up to the next time we actually see the full-on Hulk. Um, but – uh, is there anything in there that you guys really want to point out? Uh, nothing on my list of notes. Okay, because uh, okay, because this is this is like for me, this was the highlight of the movie, Hulk versus the military, um, at the the college campus field or whatever it was. This is like up until this point, um, this and it's still one. Of, I think it's one of the greatest superhero scenes that I've ever seen in a movie. Was the scene up until this? Um, there's a couple that come close. Um, Spider-Man versus Doc Ock on the train was close. That's that's one of my other favorites. I think that was from from the clock tower all the way through the whole train scene. I think that's a really good battle. But this one was just the classic Hulk versus the military, which is a classic battle, and the military coming at him with different waves of attacks, and Hulk finding a way to overcome each one of those. I mean, I can just watch that scene and I just get. I mean, from the very beginning, from the very moment that when they, they smoke the room and all of a sudden you just see a like green fists and then he just jumps out and then the whole they go through all the levels of the fight. That was just fantastic. It was exciting. Oh, definitely. I'm trying to stop talking sometimes so you guys can jump in because I know I talk too much. And and Harold had to Harold had to go, so just saying that now in case you don't hear Harold. I mean we, we we all were kind of talking and not letting Harold say much, but he wasn't feeling good and or he was feeling tired. And now he just got he said he got called into work, so that's t- 
totally sucks for it him. It really sucks. Yeah. I'm, if he's listening to this, you know, later on, I'm totally sorry, dude. That that really sucks. I, I feel you. Yes. I've, I've, I've had that happen before. That, that, yeah, that's I've, I've definitely been there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely seeing the seeing the the seeing the hulk the first time was just awesome i mean simply and you know the different definitely the different waves and you know it's just like yeah that's just gonna make hulk angry that's just gonna make him even angrier and that that <laughs> yeah, just wanna, makes him stronger and i mean i want I'll, i want i want to be like like an interview person like a tv anchor like hey what okay so you were chasing this guy and he turned to the hulk were you chasing him because he was the hulk no, what 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 was he doing before? He was just fine. Okay, and then he turned to the Hulk, and then you attacked him, right? Oh no, you attacked him, and then he turned to the Hulk. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then you wanted to piss him off more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> but and 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 the thing I loved the most was we see the the Captain America wannabe. Oh yeah, this, oh, the yeah. super shear, super shear, yeah. Yeah, and he's all and, and just you know kick to the face. <laughs> I love that. I love that. He's just like, is that all you got? Is that all? And then just one kick, and he's just like, boot, just like a rag doll. Just every bone in his body's broken. Gravel. And like you, you guys, I, I'm sure you guys didn't notice, but I just want to point it out for the podcast. Those um. Those I don't know what those things are called. Like they have like the sound wave machine, the sonic the, wave machine, the sonic whatever. Cannons. Yeah, they were built by Stark Industries. Um, at earlier in the in the I think it's actually yeah, the opening credits somewhere. They show like schematics with that truck, and it says Stark Industries on it, which uh, it was kind of a cool little. That. Okay, well there you go. See, I told you guys something you didn't know, but it was a fun little just you know. You know how that stuff is. It's fun to see them do the, some crossover stuff, um, but I mean, altogether, that I, I still to this day I think that's quite possibly the best just battle scene for a just to show showing not only showing off a superhero, but like having them just since it goes through the waves the way it does, it was just perfect for Hulk. And then at the end, he's just you know once the helicopter comes down, he saves Betty. He just like stands up and looks at the general like, yeah, what's up now? He's like, you caused this. <laughs> you endangered her. Like, you get you threw everything at me and you risked her and I was able to save her and defeat you. What's up now? And then we see Hulk, you know, the whole cave scene and stuff. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I just love seeing Hulk, you know, get mad at lightning or <laughs> lightning and thunder or whatever, you know. I just, love, yeah. you know, he, he just startled him and he just got angry and i just thought it was funny because it, it, right. that sh- definitely shows the animal side of the hulk well i read I, I read somewhere that that when when the hulk is like that version of the hulk he his mind is the mind of a three-year-old which is also why he sometimes talks in third person yeah mm. interesting well yeah Definitely, we Savage we all Hulk. we all know the the original mm-hmm. this you know the original Hulk is not you know not the smart not the smartest very primitive and um but yeah and then let's see then we see you know they they they, they you know they go him or Bruce and Betty um they both you know they get a they they get a hotel room and you know. We see that we see the 
we 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 see like the the I love the whole purple pants thing. Oh yeah. yeah, another another cheesy but fun shot out. Yeah, definitely. And then I love that he got cock blocked by the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting uh, little spin on. That. I I don't know if that was in any previous. But it makes sense. I mean. Yeah, 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 a little emotional uh, a little lack of control. <laughs> right, cause, because because before, you know, it was always said that, you know, whenever the Hulk gets, gets angry. But this one, right. it's whenever his, his heart rate gets up. Which, right. that is. actually makes more sense, like, scientifically. <laughs> Although, um, if you ask um, the creator, he doesn't well, know anything about science. But <laughs> right. So it's kind of funny, but yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he he just he he thought gamma you know gamma rays he thought that sounded all you know that sounded scientificy so that's why he 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 chose that I mean I yeah. like I said I've, I love seeing I've seen tons of interviews of Stanley and or yeah. heard him like you know Kevin Smith did one that was on Netflix I don't know if it still is and he's been on I've heard him on other yeah that was a good one and, you know just I I just love hearing him talk about you know him and how he did amazing stuff and it's it's just it's just great stuff but um what the hulk or bruce bruce and betty they meet mr mr blue well hold hold, hold on but before that um bruce sends uh mr blue an email and if you notice how the uh how the military uh intercepts that email the the logo that's going around on their computer is is, is the shield logo. The shield, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the one one thing off. I've never gotten was that looks like that's such an old computer and such an old you know that he's using, but it's got like the keyboard's like has a slot where you can just put the that just, that just really didn't make too much sense to me. I don't remember keyboards. Well, he's that, a genius. I, well, I don't remember keyboards <laughs> from that generation, you know, that old having, you know, USB slots on the keyboards. He, he's, a, he's a genius. He made it. <laughs> but that, you know, that's just something I've always noticed. And, and he's a genius that, you know, tries to use his brain power for good, not just, you know, never mind. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Um, well, he, you know, he gets intercepted. He sees Mr. Blue. And they try, you know, doing the antidote, and it seems to work. Seems to work. And then, yeah, then the military comes in and just, or you know, Captain America reject comes in and just, you know, <laughs> Captain America reject. Well, he is, isn't he? Well, in this storyline, that's basically what he is. They're trying to recreate yeah. Captain America, and he's not. It's not working as well as, uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. So. I thought that was interesting. They used the secret soldier serum for that. Cause I don't, I mean, I don't know abominations, um, origin really. I don't think it had anything to do with that though. Well, in this, it's that and the Hulk's, you know, DNA or blood or whatever. I knew, right. I knew, I, I, I know it has some, something to do with Hulk. Right, and I, I, I think they were that. trying to. Someone was trying to recreate. I think the leader actually was trying to do something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sure. The, the 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 leader definitely was, which 
Now that uh, the, the the that animated series, the 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 Hulk animated series, is on Netflix, and it's it 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 goes into stuff like that, and you know, uh-huh. it's really good. It's not it's really not that bad, and I I watched it a few months ago for the first time because I n- never saw it, you know, since. It just, I watched it as a kid. It just it well it wasn't on my local channels, so I rented videos. That's how I watched it. Yeah, but it wasn't on like Spider Man was or. X Men, but anyways, back back to the movie. Um, the, you know the the dude. I, I can't remember his name, so that that's another reason why I'm calling well, him. Did they did they really ever say his? Oh yeah, yes they did. Yeah. Once. Yeah. They said said his name once. Yeah. So he basically makes you know they they take Bruce and Betty away, and he basically stays and makes you know makes um Mr. Blue turn him into you know use the Hulk's stuff abomination yeah basically abomination they you know he mr blue says that and says the name and that's another little cheesy thing but still kind of cool well i mean they they've got to say his name yeah definitely and then he goes crazy and terrorizes everything and basically bruce banner's like i the only thing that can stop him so which I, I I I loved when when it was the the, the all romantic kiss and then falling and then he's like it, it, the 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 look the the look he had of like oh crap maybe I'm I won't change <laughs> actually actually I I believe his words were oh shit yeah yeah definitely <laughs> there, there was actually one very interesting conversation right before he jumps that I don't want to overlook oh go uh, ahead it's the first time it's the first time. That he gives us, he we see him trying to control himself early in the movie, but this is the first time he actually leads to that he can he believes he can kind of steer the Hulk. He can't control yeah. it, but he can he steer can aim which, it. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's and that's the first you know obviously toward the end of the movie and what it looks like the Avengers they're doing with that. Um, that's going to be a pretty important piece, but. Um, it's the first time he kind of talks about that, and it's always been an interesting idea. So, uh, but yeah, then he jumps out. And he says, "Oh, poo poo," and then he, he falls on the ground and but, dies. Well, no, he transforms. <laughs> so. uh, you know, because that that'd be a terrible movie <laughs> if he just died. Well, okay, we, that'd be awesome we, to we just also, edit it that way. <laughs> we we also skip something uh, when when during uh, Abomination's creation, uh, some of. Uh, uh, Bruce's blood falls onto Mr. Blue's head. Oh yeah, that's... thus thus kind of hint, hinting at the leader. Oh yeah, when his brain blows up that big. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's his brain it it it, it 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 went back to normal. Like it, it just looked like it wiggled. You know, some weird thing. It didn't show his brain no. all the way huge. I, and I, I, I believe it was it was growing and getting green. I. Don't remember that. I watched it. I, I remember thinking the first time I saw it, and every time I've seen it since then, so that he was the leader. So, yeah, well, yeah. That, gonna have to, yeah. It, it, it looked like it was getting big and then kind of stopped like it was doing something, and then it just did the camera quickly. It really wasn't much of a – it didn't turn right, green. It was, it was – I think it did. I watched it today. I, did I don't remember if it I turned watched right, I, I watched it right before this. Yeah, same. It, I, I, I'll go back and look, but I don't think it turned green. But it, you guys should fight about it. Oh, sorry. Anyways, well, we'll see who. Well, next week we'll see who was right. Anyways, 
then we got the whole, but the, the, we have the whole Hulk versus Abomination fight scene, and the the thing I have is I love the the, the one thing the one thing I love the most was how he took the car and he used the car as brass. The police knuckles. car. Yes. He used yeah. The car as awesome. like brass knuckles. That was definitely awesome, but. What, what, what did you guys think about the fight scene? I I really I really thought it was amazing and it showed. Well, I think the the one thing I, the one thing I liked about it right off the bat is um, you know earlier we saw shadows of Hulk the first time. The second time we saw a Hulk defeat everything the military threw at him, and this time Hulk got his ass knocked down. Like when they went head to head, Hulk went down quick. And Hulk had to realize, I think it's the first time um, that Hulk and or Banner realized you're not the most powerful thing in the universe. Like, there is someone stronger well, yeah, than you. Yeah, definitely. And you can't just fight head to head. And that's, and that's been the purpose of the, of the abomination from the beginning was to have someone bigger than Hulk. So, because Hulk can win every battle by strength, but when he fights this guy, he's got to fight different. And that's, that's like a a great dynamic to this whole relationship. And, and when you see them running at each other, you think, Oh, it's going to blow up. And all of a sudden, Oh crap. Hulk just went down. <laughs> yeah. That, that, and you know, it, for, from, from first off, you know, the Hulk, you know, gets whooped and abomination is stronger, but you know, the Hulk, he just gets madder and madder and gets stronger. I don't, he just keeps getting up. Yeah. He just keeps getting up and getting stronger. Cause his anger is what, you know, you know, you you can use the blood on someone else, but you know the blood overall is you know is the Hulk and is in Bruce Banner. So the original is always gonna you know triumph yeah. most of the you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what what did you think, Stuart? I I absolutely loved the the fight the the fight scene. It um yeah I I can't really add much to what you guys have not j- just said. So yeah. And also, not only did he do the brass knuckles, but he did a sonic boom. Right. Well, yeah, the sonic boom and the Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Yeah, that that I think and, that was a definitely that that was like one of the highlights of the movie was hearing that because it wasn't well, I it think, wasn't in a bad way either. It was a, just a right awesome. They started the movie out by saying, "Hey fans, we get it," and they ended it right here saying, "Hey fans, yeah, we still get it." We still get it. Like, Hulk smash, it's here. They saved it all the way to the end. Everybody wanted to hear it. Even people that don't read Hulk, at least they saw those green gloves in Walmart, and they know Hulk smash is just <laughs> well, yeah, what he says, you know? Hard, you know, people who know of the Hulk, but not, you know, to, they, they know Hulk smash. That's everybody who knows yeah. the Hulk, you know, even a little bit knows Hulk smash. And the other thing, like, just a couple details, like, the actual story, physical structure of how they built this Hulk um, is I, I think it's like the perfect Hulk like that's the Hulk that we should be seeing in, in movies where we have like a live action movie because the first the first movie that Ang Lee did the Hulk was much bigger and rounder and uh, really kind of awkward the way he was well from what I when he was standing next images to- I've seen it, it doesn't even look like you know like it's a transformation Right, it's just it's just like I mean he's all he, really the Hulk's like too big in that one. Um, this is like it just looks like a really big man, and that's like what right. Hulk's. I mean he's he's a lot taller. He's got but it looks like real human muscles that have just been like obviously ridiculously 
ratify it or whatever. I don't know. Well, it looks like but, Bruce Banner mutated. You know, it, right. you know, you can see traces of him in the Hulk. Right. So he's all he's all gamified. And you know, they did use Edward Norton's face to create some of the facial features and stuff, which I thought was cool. They I don't know if you guys watched any of the special edition stuff. But they sprayed like a, a neon green paint on uh, Edward Norton's face, and the camera would pick up just that paint. So his actual facial reactions, and he would when he was t- like yelling and all this stuff, it would take that and it would mold it into the computer. And so like Hulk's actual facial structure and the way he talked was actually the character that was playing him. So, right. I I I think my my favorites my favorite uh, uh, facial uh, expression that the Hulk does. Is is during during the fight with Abomination, the helicopter is crashed. Uh, Abomination is stand, standing on top of the helicopter, and the Hulk just goes, <sighs> and then he gets more. Right, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. That definitely, I definitely noticed that too. That definitely is a noticeable, you know. Right here we go again, you know, and then he gets well, mad. That's, that's when like yeah, when he realizes Abomination's still alive or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Or still there, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is kind of a funny. It's kind of funny to think Hulk. Is like, oh, crap, I got to keep fighting. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're the Hulk. Yeah, but I we did no, we I did skip over something on. something that I we can't 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 you know can't skip over and forget. But when but when he you know the Lou Ferrigno cameo, oh, we yes. skipped over oh, yeah. that part. The, we did the pizza. Yeah. The security guard. Yes, but you know, of course, Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk. So that was awesome to see him in the movie some yeah. way. Well, and Bill Bixby was on the TV back in the very beginning when he's in like Rio or wherever he is. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in South America. They have a, a TV show with Bill Bixby, who obviously played David Banner in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of little cameos like that throughout it. They did a really good job with fan service. I mean, they basically blew their load on this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, mm-hmm. but um, well, we the, the Hulk basically he he does he does end up winning, and he doesn't kill Abomination, does he? No, 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 because no, he gets close because he is still still breathing when he when he kicks him over to yeah. The, so that 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 makes uh, me wonder what what's gonna what happened there? What you know? How are they gonna control that? But anyways, you know he he. he we do see Hulk choking a bitch, definitely. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, it, but you know, Betty tells him to stop, and he does because Hulk or no Hulk. Well, and you know, oh, go ahead. I think that's a key. Um, I think that's a key to. I don't think they're gonna ever explore it, and they're not gonna explore it in Avengers. Maybe if they make another Hulk movie, they'll explore it. But I think the key to him being able to somewhat control Hulk has always been Betty. And you see mm-hmm. in the movie when he's with Betty in the rain and she, and he gets yells at the lightning and she like tells him to calm down. He's able to calm down at the end of the movie when he sees Betty and he has to save them by doing the sonic clap. And then when he's a, he, he was going to kill abomination and she was, you know, because of her, he doesn't do it. They show like those little things where it's like they're hinting toward that's the reason why. And I don't know. I don't know if, it's like that in any of the comics or whatever, but it seems like the, at least the movie is hinting toward the reason why uh, he can control his 
partially due to his him, his connection with not not that she gives him any power, but it's like that emotional love for mm-hmm. her is what lets him be able to do it. Well, from what I've known of the Hulk is the Hulk. It, 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 it there is a connection, but the Hulk is totally different from Bruce Banner. The Hulk is like a different personality. Right. Yes. Well, it's and he it, it he is, he has to he has to let the Hulk come out and he has to, cause you know, the Hulk resents Banner cause he always calls him like in, in like the, in the cartoons and stuff. Human, yeah, yeah. Puny Banner. Yeah. And right. stuff yeah. like that. And he has to, and there's been parts where he has to go like, okay, okay, Hulk, you know, Betty's in trouble or so-and-so's in trouble. You know, I'm going to let you come out and, help me out and you 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 do see like in like in the Hulk cartoon I I do know I I did notice you know the Hulk did recognize not just Betty but like his other friends and stuff like that and although mm-hmm. different personalities still you know still connected in a way which I I don't know right. if they're going to explore that in the Avengers or not I don't see how they can but maybe they'll make they're probably going to make another Hulk movie I wouldn't doubt it they, they should, should. They should. Yeah, they should do a lot of things, but they haven't. Give Mark Ruffalo the chance to make his own his own Hulk movie. Uh, uh. But anyways, wrapping up the movie, Hulk leaves, you know, and then we see, you know, we see um, he got the package that, you know, the, the necklace back that Betty had sold or pawned or whatever. And he's sending it back to her. Did y'all notice on the package it said David B? Yeah, as in David Banner. I, yeah, I I did I did notice that. I thought I thought it, w- it was her sending him, him the necklace for him to sell, and then he him saying no, you keep it, and then sending it back. No, she sold it already. And she she sold it. She sold it. That and that that that's before you know why she was selling it to the dude or whatever and getting the truck he was sending the thing, don't you remember that? He was he was sending the the I don't the data I don't remember she Blue. actually so, sold it though. Well, it show it shows her getting money or whatever. Okay. From, and yeah, I guess okay. And the, the if you look because I you know when I saw David B I had to rewind and pause back to make sure you know to and I I looked at it. And it wasn't too. It wasn't from her or anything. It was from some some other person, and he so he he got it back, and then he was sending it to her. Yeah. Okay. But I, I you know, that's another salute slash tribute to the TV show, the David B thing. Yeah. Whether that's a good tribute or salute or not, I don't know. I know lots of people didn't like the whole him being David when it was Bruce, but. Still, it you know. Well, they they did it in a way that was yeah, that was kind of like oh yeah, that's what that is. And if you don't know, you don't care. If you do know, you go oh that was kind of that was kind of funny how they did that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then it ends and we see the the little Easter egg of you know General getting drunk and which oh, yeah. okay. Well, before that I, we actually that's I where think, we see we see. Well, Bruce yeah, Banner yeah, that that too. Yeah, I forgot. Forgot about that. And his eyes turn green, showing that maybe he he can control it. Control. Yeah, or he's trying to. Which definitely was 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 a cool moment. The cool way to end it, definitely. Yeah, which leads well into the Avenger movies, obviously. And the Easter egg, Stewart, you wanted to. Oh, okay. You you talk about the the, the general getting drunk. I I, looking back at it, 
in the helicopter scene, I think the actor is drunk in, in that in that scene because he moves. I, I don't know. Something caught my eye about about the way he moves. It's funny, and he's kind of off off balance a bit. Hmm. Well, they are in a helicopter. Well, no, no, like like he like he like he does a little, this little head twitch. That's you know I don't know it could, it could just be me, but it it seemed like he 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 might have been drunk during that scene. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're overthinking. I think I was overthinking things because I was, you know, I was noticing things like how the soda at the factory was green and the bed sheets he was laying on at Betty's was green and stuff like that. And I just thought maybe I'm just overthinking this, you know, watching it, trying to find stuff. Yeah, the, the the scene where it shows him laying in bed and, and it, it the pans are over to like Betty laying in her bed and then back to him, let you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just you know, stuff that was green and that that involved him and I don't know. Like I said, I was overthinking things and maybe Stewart is too. I don't know, but yeah, could be. We but we do see you know him the general getting drunk and then. We we see uh, Tony Stark come in and say they're putting together a team, and of course that alludes to the Avengers. Right. What do y'all What did y'all Which, think about okay. that Easter egg? I I have a question. Does this take place before or after Iron Man Two? I think it takes. That is a great question. Yeah, I don't know. My my have, answer have, is it, it takes have to place take after. After I, so that would be my guess because after one he's not really part of anything to do with the Avengers. After two and if and I know you guys are doing it next week, but um, this is just a sneak peek into that. At the end of Iron Man two, when they're sitting in the room and he's talking about him being kind of an advisor to the Avengers, the video of the Hulk in the um, in the uh, courtyard fighting the military is playing on the TV yeah. in the background. Yeah. So that is where I think he asked Tony to come aboard as not as a superhero, but as an advisor. And um, then, of course, he goes and talks to the general because he's helping out with the Avenger initiative at that point. I think originally they were just going to have it be after one. But when they said, hey, let's make two real quick before we make the Avenger movie, because it's really, really going to make a lot of money. And so which you really Makes it, which was really impressive the way they incorporated the Hulk cameo in the Iron Man two and all that. Right. It 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 shows that you know they were trying to make one before, but they did put thought into it. Mm-hmm. But at least that that part, like you were, we'll talk about Iron Man two next week. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, and I really and truly, the Hulk is probably. I, he's one of the best out of all these movies. I, I would really say the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I I actually forgot how how good the Incredible Hulk was, and, and until we we started wa- watching these. Like I really, I personally, I think when you come down to it, I I like the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, better than both Iron Mans. Oh yes. Yeah, Easily. I agree. Maybe, you know, better yes. than Thor. I, I still think I like Captain America the best, like 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 you were saying, uh, Fadios in the voicemail last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. But this I, is definitely well, yeah, the I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I kind of threw it on the voicemail, but the Iron Man, the first one, I mean, they didn't really know what they were getting into. 
I don't think their budget was that great. I think that's why the final battle was kind of lackluster. Um, uh, but obviously, uh, crap, I just blanked. Um, the, the actor, Robert Downey Jr., is phenomenal. He's one of the he's the best actor of this whole group. Um, Ed Norton is actually really good, but he's not in the Avengers anymore. Yeah, right. But, um, but I mean, he's I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is phenomenal. It's so much fun to watch. But as a complete mm-hmm. movie, yeah, I would say the Hulk movie. I think it was just a great complete movie. Um, I think and, it's because Ed Norton is so amazing. I really think he made the oh, movie. He is amazing. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate because I followed as closely as I can through, you know, random reports, whatever, um, the conflicts they had. Um, the problem is Edward Norton, he's an artist, and he really wanted to do certain things with the character. And Marvel Studios had a long-term plan with the Avengers, and it didn't – their two creative ideas just didn't match. And it's it's really really unfortunate um, that you know I was, because I mean I mean imagine the Avengers with him there him and Robert Downey Jr. I mean that's just like no that yeah that's been, no. total geek Christmas right there yeah but I, I, I don't you know now looking at it seeing Mark Ruffalo I think he'll be fine I think he'll be he'll, oh, he'll be, be he'll be fine. fine yeah but not. It's I don't. I still don't think no. as great as Edward Norton. I I just like Edward Norton. I think he's one of the best actors, you know, today. He is. So. He absolutely is. I mean, I honest. I mean, him, him and Robert Downey Jr. I think probably two of my ten all-time favorite actors at this point. Um, but um, I don't know. It's just you know like the creative differences are just too much for them to overcome, unfortunately. And, uh, Edward Norton has has different ideas of what he likes to do, um, so it's probably better they did the split now instead of later on. Um, yeah, so but that, that way, just means now there's three different the Hulks in the last like ten years. I, I know, I know. It's uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I wish I wish they could have just settled it before the Hulk movie. It's the one change they had to make, and you know what? They're actually pretty dang lucky. They made five movies and were able to get all five of those main actors. Plus, four or five side. I mean, Scarlett Johansson, um, and the guy, I totally blanked his name, the guy playing Hawkeye, um, is actually becoming a pretty big actor. I mean, he's getting a lot of roles right now. Samuel Jackson, those are the side, those are like the, the extras on top of the five main characters. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of star power. And the fact that, that they only lost one person in that whole thing, that's pretty impressive, right. to be honest. Yeah, yeah but that's just um, the, that's so, the, that's the, you know, the weak spot of the whole what what could what could have been like amazing you know set of movies leading up to something amazing you know an amazing right. mashup movie that's just the one one really weak part and it just sucks that you know that that I'm I'm you're no one's ever going to convince me that it wouldn't have been better right no I I hear it would have mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah but um it would have been better just to have that completion for the co- sake of completion. But I don't, I don't think I don't think the movie will be lacking because of it. I think the movie will be because really I don't want to see Bruce Banner. I want to see Hulk. Right. I mean, and and yeah. just since we are talking Hulk, I just have you have you guys have seen all the Avengers previews, right? No, I'm going blackout. Can I talk about one part? Uh, I I know I know which. Go part ahead and tell me in the about. chat when you're done. Okay. All right. When Hulk catches Iron Man midair, right, 
Dude, I uses, jumped. And then, and, then, and then uses the building to slow his fall. Ugh. I literally jumped out of my seat. And I'm like, that is the shit. That is like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever shot. Because I, you know, like I said, I love Hulk. And the fact that Iron Man was going down. And, and it also sh- it shows that, yes, he is in a pretty decent amount of control. He's never going to have 100% right. control of the Hulk. But there is a lot of control there where he's actually thinking and reacting to whatever. But, I mean, that was just. That right there summed up the whole movie for me. Like of what, like the whole teamwork aspect. There. Yeah, it was right. fantastic. But I had to, I had to talk about that. I right. love that scene. I, I yes, I do too. And the fact that the Hulk's in it is phenomenal. But the fact that they're, and I'm glad they're not doing the uh, the chasing the Hulk, which a lot of people thought they were doing that. They're going to send the Avengers after Hulk. Uh, I'm glad they're going bigger. But anyways, all right, you can bring him back. Already, yeah. I've said before, uh, I'm going blackout just because this is really this is really the movie I'm looking forward to the most out of the whole year. I mean, yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. It's it's going to be a good movie. It's going to be a great movie, most likely. But you know, th- this is the first of it. I mean, this type of the Avengers is the first type of its kind, really, to take you know to have a bunch of other movies, you know. Connected to each other and then it resulting into something like a huge mashup like this, right? Yeah. So I mean, this is truly the one I'm looking forward to the most, and I just, I just want to go into it fresh and just be, have that total amazement. Um, the cool thing too, and this is this is all spoiler free, so you don't have to jump out again. Already. Oh, um, Josh Sweden was talking about. He's already talking about the next. Oh yeah, the second one. Too. It's going to be much smaller. And, yeah, and I'm like. I was so excited reading it. It's gonna be smaller. It's gonna be more character driven and building up relationships. I'm like, this because you know, obviously he's he's written comics, he's worked in comics forever, and he understands that he's like you don't have to be bigger and better. It's not this whole Michael Bay syndrome that other people fall into. Um, that's the last thing we need. Like, look at look at what uh, Chris, you know, Christopher Nolan's doing. He didn't go bigger and better and and grander and more explosions. He got deeper into story and character, and that's why those movies are so good. That's what Avengers needs to do. The next time around, we need to dig into those relationships. Captain America and Iron Man, Iron Man and and, and uh, Thor and Thor like all and those battles that go on between fighting them. with each other. I would I would love to see the Thor versus Hulk and. and well, I mean, they uh, always bicker uh, in like comics or the animated series and stuff like that. They're always bickering with each yeah. other. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you, you you got Joss Whedon. He's a fan himself, so he's not gonna let absolutely that that's that you know. And he does, and he does characters well. So yeah, he does definitely, definitely. I want I watched that. Um, what are those things called where it's like it looks like a comic book? It's like a video comic motion book comic. Where, like, the panels motion, move. Motion comic. Yeah, I watched that on the. Uh, I think it was the Astonishing X Men. It was a Joss Whedon. Yeah, that was really thing. good. Yes. That was that was good. Yeah, uh, dude. All I know is when when Wolverine starts talking smack to a Cyclops for being in bed with um, uh, what's what's her name the witch um, uh, Emma Frost yeah Emma Frost like that whole scene I'm like that's that's fantastic like I love that crap I don't know why but just Wolverine walking and just talking shit but um, anyways I, whatever another derail we're good but yeah that's that's the Incredible Hulk next week we'll talk about. Iron Man 2, and I have a, I, I know I won't be as, you know, 
excited as I was to watch this because mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 is definitely lower than the Hulk on my list of favorites. But anyway, uh, I will say that one of the best scenes of all these movies is in Iron Man 2. I'm just saying. The uh, Scar- uh, Scarlet Johansson okay. scene? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm just. Okay, my wife's nowhere around. If like that is like the one girl that oh dear god, I, I she's <laughs> gotta be she's gonna be the coolest chick in the world. The fact that she's married to the Green Lantern is kind of funny, but they're anyways, divorced. Uh, oh, are they? Yeah, yeah right. they broke up. So you're telling me there's a chance? There is a chance. No, <laughs> For me, like that scene, that's that's gotta be one of the coolest scenes you've, I've ever seen. Like like a. Uh, not ever seen, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, that was just a bad. And then who, who was it? What, what's the cab driver or the, the his driver? Happy. Happy Hogan or Happy? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and he he's like I got him. And then he, he turns around and yeah, I will. But yeah, we'll definitely get into that. But alrighty, I guess we got our geek question of the week, and then we'll wrap the show up. Yes, uh, this week's geek question of the week was what game? What is the biggest game in your pile of shame? Like the most shameful game you haven't played, you right. should. Stewart. Um, well, because I've at least started every single game I own, um, I would have to go with a uh, most shameful game I haven't finished yet, which is Batman Arkham Asylum. You haven't finished I, Arkham Asylum either. No. See, he was all quiet when I said stuff. Get, yeah, because I was I was gonna bring it up now. You guys are nuts, well, I'll dude. Finish, Seriously? I'll finish it before he does. I'll promise you that. Probably. You guys both need to finish it before Captain America, and we'll talk about that that game. Oh, definitely. Oh, so you want to come back on for Captain America? Oh, I'll be back on for Captain America if I can. You're welcome. Anytime. I mean, if I'm, if I'm available. I know you guys will let me. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try to make it on. I'll, I'll have it done Captain by then. America. I will. All right. I will not make a promise. Do it. Commit to something. Come on. I will at least play it. Like I can, I can tell you that. It's like a 15-hour game. Come if on, you can do that like two Saturdays. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm probably about, about halfway through. Yeah, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll have it done by then. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Say you'll have it done by then. I will not make a promise. Oh. Yeah. See, like, it's, that, it's that lack of committing is why you're single. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, have, I have no idea if you're single. I'm assuming you're probably because you're a geek. Uh, geeks are usually single. Anyways, um, yeah, we are. I think this is like a knife in the heart right there, huh? Like the, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, mine, mine. Nothing I haven't already heard. <laughs> mine would probably be. Um, I started to play a little bit of it. I mean, a very little bit of it, less than an hour of it, but probably Bioshock. <sighs> Dude, see, I didn't like Bioshock, so I got a reason. Did you I finish, didn't finish it? it. You no. didn't finish it? No, I, I didn't uh, like well, it. Well, that's why you didn't like it. Yeah. Well, the very end is not great. the The middle end, or the the seventy five percent way through end, is fantastic. Well, um, no, I changed my answer. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which I plan on playing. Oh, I, 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 wait, have you, have you even started it? I have it downloaded. I just downloaded it the other day, and I'm going to start it oh. while I'm taking a break off of the Old Republic because, you know, the PC okay, I'm, I'm gonna, using can't handle the Old Republic right now, but it can definitely handle Knights of the Old Republic. I'm going to tell you the, the absolute truth. 
part of the earlier parts of that game can be a drag. Yes. Because just like Mass Effect 1, and I know you were not a Mass Effect 1 fan, just like Mass Effect 1, you were stuck on a planet or stuck in the same area, basically, for a very long time. I mean, you could be on that first planet for like six or seven hours. That's kind of the same the same way with uh, with uh, the with with the the old Republic. You know, you're, you're kind of stuck on a planet that you're not having fun fun with. Well, I was having fun with it, but yeah, but and okay, I, that's, that's happened to me. I I got on I got on like three, three planets in a row. I did not have fun with. Yeah, I, I do have our very special guest to thank for uh, gifting me Knights of the Old Republic. What? Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just totally like I heard what you said, but I didn't actually. Uh, you didn't comprehend like, it in didn't time. Processing, yeah, it was a delayed process. Sorry, uh, yeah. Um, and because you did that, I am, you know, I am, I am well, going to finish. You, you, you have to play it. Like, yeah. you, like, if you're gonna do a, any show that has geeks in it and it's got video games, you have to play Kotar. So, I mean, I just finished it last year, so it's not like. I'm not ripping on you for not having done it, yeah. but you still have to. Do it. And uh, hopefully, I'll have it. And hopefully, we can. I can finish it, and we can all, you know, talk about it soon on an episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't know how long it is. Yeah. We can't. There, there's like a rule against spoiling it, though. Well, we have I mean, a very there's... we have a very nifty spoiler alert bumper, though. That's sure, right. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of hold. You know, Scarfinger has has convinced me that um, even with spoilers, you never spoil that game. It's just the game's just too good. Okay, awesome. then maybe we can just talk about it off air. <laughs> I don't know. And, well, then, and, and then put it up on the feed. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, my my game is probably gonna be Mass Effect Three. I have not even started it and. Being one of my favorite games of all time, the or the franchises of all time, and uh, one of the most exciting games I've played, and playing through a second time, I'm having even more fun. Well, and your situation just, is totally understandable. I don't think any Mass Effect. I, yeah. I think all the Mass Effect fanboys would agree with you. You have to right. go back and get you right. a Shepard. But right. I've had six six months to do it. And I haven't didn't do it for four and a half months. I just started playing Mass Effect One like in uh, February or so, you know. So it was back in September when this happened. So I could well, have been. You're a busy been, guy. I mean, it's taken us longer uh, than six months to get you yeah. on the show. So that's true. I haven't. I've only been on my podcast once in the last six months. So, <laughs> anyways. So I've been on your show as much as I've been on mine. So so if you if you come on our show again in a couple weeks for Captain America and you haven't been on tag, does that mean you're officially on this show? Since <laughs> we have to kick Harold off first. Um, but no, honestly, like actually, this is the first podcast I've done in 2012. So that's pretty crazy. Awesome. It's been a while. Um, but no, I mean. It, I, it blows my mind. Like this, the same thing happened with Arkham City. Like, I played Arkham City like two months later because that was why I didn't play my Mass Effect One playthrough. I was playing a couple other games still, but I played Arkham City like two months later, and I just just didn't get around to it. And once I did, I'm like, why did I wait? Like this game's phenomenal. So, and I'm sure I'll do the same thing in Mass Effect Three. Just avoiding spoilers is so damn hard. Yeah, especially with the you know with the 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 talk. Yeah. That. 
Yeah, especially when the spoiler is so controversy. Right. Yeah. That was the word I couldn't find. Controversy. Controversial, I should say. Controversial. Controversial. Controvectorial. Alrighty. Now I'm just making... Anyways. Arguments. What do our other listeners have to say, Stuart? Feedback. Uh, Yojimbo2000 on Twitter. He named a couple. Uh, Mass Effect 2. Unacceptable. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. Black Ops. Dungeon Siege 3. What? Dead Space. And Halo 3. Just to name a few. Wow. Those are some pretty big games. I mean, I wouldn't say really shameful, but, you know, still... Pretty big games. Well, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Two, you should have played. <clears throat> Everybody yeah, should. I, I, I also <laughs> have not, I'm not finished Black Black Ops, but I'm, I don't feel ashamed about that. Yeah, well, I, I, I with Mass Effect Two, I'm actually think debating once I get, you know, all these other games I have, since, you know, that I'm wanting to play, like Knights of the Old Republic, Arkham Asylum. Once I get those done, thinking I'm thinking of just jumping into Mass Effect Two because tons of people have said just if you have if you're just really not liking the first one, just skip it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, if you play Kotar and you like it, play Mass Effect One. Yeah. Well, right. I've got it. I I was a sucker and, and I bought and you it can, on games on you demand. Can beat, oh, okay, you can beat Mass Effect One in 17 hours. The first time I played it, I did, and I did a lot of extra stuff. You probably beat it in 13 or 14 hours. The only problem is you just, it just takes three or four hours to get off the Citadel. Once you get off the Citadel, <laughs> you start doing the other missions. Uh, and I think there's like four like four main missions after that and then the final mission. Yeah. I mean, really, you can go through it pretty quick. But you can those games you can get lost in by doing all extra stuff. And yeah. people like me that like go to every single planet and drive around looking for stuff. Yes, um, that's I, I spent so many time, so much time, in that uh, in that dune dune buggy thingy. Yeah, one of my biggest fear though is that it's just not going to live up to all the hype. Everyone, because everyone and their mother just seems to, it's a game to end all games and this and this and that. And Mass Effect One's not good until you've finished it. Yeah, but I know that makes no sense. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even like there's not a. There is like some different twists and decisions and stuff. But like once I was done looking back, I'm like, okay, that was a good game. When I played it through the second time, I loved the Citadel. I said I did all the side quests. Where the first time I played through, I'm like, I gotta get off this stupid place. And when I played the second time, I'm like, ooh, I didn't find all the keepers last time, so I'm looking for these. And I spent like an hour trying to find the last keeper, like. It's just oh. stupid, like, find 21 well, guy or 21 plus, things. Plus, there's one that's freaking invisible. Well, that one, yeah, it changes based. Yeah, I, I read. I actually went and read a thing on that because I couldn't find one, and I thought that was the one, and it wasn't that one. But, yeah, that there's a little bit of a glitch with that one. Um, but, anyways, it, Mass Effect 1 if you're like me, is only good after you finish it. And then it's an awesome game. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, once I finished Mass Effect 1, I started playing Mass Effect 2 right away. And I was like, oh, I don't not like this game at all. Like, the way the, a lot of the controls and stuff were, and a lot of the inventory and stuff was set up so much different, it yes. actually bugged me. But now, like, I've gotten used to it again, and I'm liking it again. But uh, Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely give it another shot, though. You should. It's worth the shot. Anyways. Especially when you finish Kotar. 
Oh, definitely. So you can see the evolution of the game. And yeah, I actually did it in that order. It's fun. Yeah. So, Stuart, who else? Uh, Paladin on Twitter says, too many to, too many to mention. When I get another game gamer tag, when I got when I did the other gamer tag, I had the intention of getting the achievements at a hundred percent. As I went, yeah. So basically, he didn't even answer our question. Why'd you, why'd you even? There, he he just said there was too many of them, that it wouldn't even, wouldn't even fit in 140 characters. Well, it, our question was, what is the biggest, like the one? So he obviously. Which did. I don't, I I don't, I don't think I wrote it that way though. So fail. Yeah. Well, either way, he. Either way. And he doesn't listen to our podcast, so I, I do know that for a fact. <laughs> but in either either way, we, we should call him names. I'm not going to do that because then somebody will. Yeah, we should do it. Then somebody I'm will. If you want to, go ahead. But he did no, help he's, us with he's our a, one of the nicest. He's one of the nicest guys on like the community. I'm just Definitely, kidding. definitely. Just have to remember who what's his name at the moment because he's always changing it. Right. I still call him Ifester. Yeah, I I <laughs> I just call him Paul because that's his real name. Paul. Oh, that's breaking all the rules. Well, it's also part of his now name, so. Because I don't want to call him Paladin. That's uh, no Paladin. Well, it, yeah, I guess. But already, who else, right. Stewart? Uh, Kelly two thousand said. He just said, "Haha, I have more than one." And then I ask, "Well, give me a couple." And he just said, um, "God of War one, two, and three, Sly three, and a bunch of DS Lite games." Still haven't finished Black Ops either. Yeah, I did end up playing God of War one and two late. I did play it when the collection came out, and then played God of War three a little after that. But I wouldn't say it's too, you know. I'm missing too much. It's fun, but there, I don't don't think it's you've got to do this like like Fadios would say with Mass Effect. Yeah, well, like I'm sure diehard PlayStation fans disagree. Wait, what game were you talking about? God, God of, of War. War. Oh, this, yeah, the I trilogy. I, I never. I don't like just walk around and just beat stuff up and go to the next level and beat stuff up games. Yeah, I only played it because everyone kept talking about it, and I just wanted to see. And I've said it before, Dante's Inferno, I think it was a better game. You just like the Devil's Dong. Oh, God. I haven't played the game, but that's what I've heard about is the the Devil's Dong. I played the demo, and that was, that was, that was about it. Yeah, but anyways. So, anyone else? That was it. Alrighty. Are we going to do a question next week or no? I don't have one. About favorite guilty pleasure. That was like one of our first ones. I remember that one. How about your least favorite guilty pleasure? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's like, wait, I have to. I think, I think we're we're gonna put uh, the geek geek question of the week kind of on hold for a while until we come up with good questions and not just try to just rehash them every week. Just only if if we have we have something good. Yeah, because we don't want to just put out stuff just to put out stuff. We want to put out quality stuff. Right. Or at least what we think is quality. And of course, as you as your one and only listener, I appreciate that. 
anyways, I guess it's time we can wrap up the show. Um, don't forget, we got bonus content. I just put up the bonus content for last week's episode on the app today. I'm sorry, everyone, if you were really looking forward to it and didn't see it. I just had lots of stuff to do, but it's up there now. Which we would like to know who you are. Huh? Oh, yeah. We would we'd like to know who that person who was missing it last week and upset about that. Well, we want to know who you are. The people who paid for the app, they should, you know. But then again, we do put out lots of bonus content, and we'll have bonus content for this Again, we, we want to know who also bought our app. True, true. <laughs> Let us know. I know Harold bought it, I think he said. I've bought it twice. Uh, yeah, same. But... Anyways, um, you can definitely... Oh, yeah, I should probably buy your app. Well, if you want. I mean... Well, the I, thing is, I have an Android. I'm switching to iPhone soon. I know that's blasphemy. Um, but I want to... I'm thinking so, about doing that, too. I want a phone that actually works correctly. Anyways, um, so I'm waiting until I switch before I buy it. So that's pretty much all there is. Because I don't want to spend... You know, three ninety eight on your guys' app. It's a dollar ninety nine. Oh yeah. I know, but uh, if I bought a price, well, well, I guess. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Anyways, I do. I do actually download you guys on Stitcher app, by the way. Oh, you did. You had one person doing that. That was me. You are that one person. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I really am the one person that listens to your show. Because there, there, there really is only like one person on Stitcher who listens to us on Stitcher. Well, I always forget to download shows before I leave the house, and I have an hour commute to work. So I just downloaded Stitcher, and I just well, stream it. Whenever it you get our good. app, you can get it straight from there. You can yeah, stream it straight could. from there, plus the bonus content, whenever you do. So There you go. And we do we do put out good bonus content. Um, I've heard that about you. <laughs> so definitely check that out. Android app is on the Amazon App Store, and iPhone app is in the Podcast Box app. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, just search us, The Geeks FTW. Uh, voicemails. Um, I know you left one. Uh, Fadios. I, I, I think we have a voicemail from Fadios. Would that, would that be like, <laughs> I don't know. That'd be weird. Okay, I got a, a, a timer a set to three three minutes. Go. <laughs> oh, you want me to do one right now, and then you can interrupt me when it's over? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I know you did you did leave one. I think you were – I listened to part of it, and you were listening. You left it when you were only listening to – like you were halfway through the show or something. Yeah, you guys talked about something. I had to respond to it right away. But right now I don't remember. Why don't you guys play it so I can remember? Okay, Stuart, you want to play it? I didn't even know we we had one. I... Oh, fail, Stuart! Get that together while I do all the other stuff. Um, you can email us at thegeeksftw at gmail dot com. You can check out our website. Um, in the bonus content, I talked about uh, article I posted up about uh, Amazon Instant Video now on the PS3. Which, if you look at Amazon Instant Videos, each day they have a video deal of the day, basically. Like, today, Rise of the Planet of the Apes for 99 cents. You can rent it in HD. Stuff like that. So, that's definitely a big, big step for Sony, I guess. You know. I'll continue to use it as a media player. 
Um, you can iTunes reviews. We do have one from Tin Pan. He says, "Informed opinions, great news, and great topics. What more can you? What more could you ask for?" Well, he obviously doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. But um, and we do have kind of big news. We started a Kickstarter just as kind of an April Fool's joke, but then we decided, hey, we should take this serious, and if people are willing to, because we've seen, we've seen people with crazier ideas and get so much money, and we figured, hey, we'll stick to it. So, there, it's on the site, and if you want to, pl- you know, pledge, donate some money. We do have different le- different tiers of, like. You know, actual things we'll do and give you give you as far as merchandise or stuff like that. So we do we never want to ask from we never want to ask anyone for money. Just well, give us money. We always want to give you something back. Well, William, what what would what would we we give them back for, for their for their donation? Well, the the if you pledge one dollar or more, you will get. What is it? A, a spot? We'll, we'll we'll make a basically a page on our website, and it it will be all the people who supported us, and you'll be under the under there. Five bucks, you'll get a shout out on the podcast, of course. At least we can do fifteen bucks. We'll you can pick a topic for us to talk about on the podcast. Any topic, you know, when we'll 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 discuss it and talk about it. Twenty five bucks. Wait, wait, wait. How long will you guys talk about it? Because it might be worth fifteen bucks for me to find some like ridiculous topic. Uh, we we'll will talk, talk about, about it as, as long, long as, as we, we can. can. Yeah, as long as it's relevant. We're not going to keep, you know. Oh, uh, all right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Twenty-five dollars will give you a CD that includes our first episode, our first year episode, second year episode, and five bonus episodes that we're going to record that'll just be on that CD and not released on the feed. So. And all the Fadios episodes, the best ones. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Um, Fifty bucks, you'll well, uh, of course, wh- whichever pledge you'll get that, and then the the stuff before it. Just, just you know, you're not just twenty five bucks doesn't just give you the CD. You'll get to choose a topic, and then you'll get to, you know, shout out and on the page so it collapses basically. Um. 50 bucks, you'll get a t-shirt as well as the previous stuff, and it'll be sporting our new logo. Which none of us have. No, because, you know, I've, I've just started to make it, so. Um, 75 bucks, you get to be a guest on the podcast. Well, I got to do that for free. Yeah, you did. Um, 100 bucks, we'll... We'll do a episode. We'll do an episode or podcast or an episode, or we'll do some kind of video content of your choosing. Because we are doing this to be able to get the equipment needed to expand the Geeks for the Win and do more than just a podcast. Do like you know, video reviews, quick looks, live stream the podcast. You know, live record it, recording it live, all that stuff. So we are doing this so we can give give y'all more. Without having to like charge like on the actual site, because I know lots. That's of that's what I meant by the question I asked. But now, do we? It, it, never mind. 
Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, $150, you get to host the podcast. You get to be the host yes. of an episode. $150, you guys completely sell out your show. <laughs> nice. Well, that's yeah, more of the that's hell yeah. That's more of the joke of the whole thing is because I don't ex- we don't ever expect anyone to pledge $150. I mean, you maybe I know somebody who might do it. I'm just twenty five, maybe fifty. Hey, but you know, if, send them our way if they're that willing. If they're that willing to give us $150, we'll yeah, we'll definitely let them for one episode. I mean, <laughs> we care about our fans that much. We'll let them get a taste of what it's like to be a podcaster. We care about our fans that much that we'll take 150 bucks from. <laughs> but we give well, this is this is, well, we do give them stuff. That's the thing. We'll, no, you, we'll, never, yeah. we'll never just put a donate button on our site and just ask for money. We'll, we'll always, you know, an app or you know, click our our sponsor audibletrial.com slash. GeeksFTW to receive. Well, you get all the previous stuff. That's pretty cool, actually. Well, yeah, that yes, you do. And you know, we want to we want to give our listeners and you know fans or whatever. I don't want to say fans, listeners, readers, whatever, followers, stuff. We don't want to just take their money because that's kind of like right. charity and begging, and we're kind of and. And once and once again, this this money is to help us purchase equipment to make us better. Yeah, to expand ourselves. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out and post on the site. Um, and if you if you pledge and we don't reach our goal, which our goal is twenty five hundred in sixty days, if we don't reach our goal, then your money doesn't get taken. That's how Kickstarter works. So right. Have to- which you know, looking looking at other po- podcasts on Kickstarter is actually kind of reasonable. Oh yeah, like I was saying, like I keep saying, we've I've seen a podcast on Kickstarter about telling Latin American stories that got forty six thousand dollars. I mean, if you want us to talk about Latin American stories, I can read some. And <laughs> it's probably someone's probably laundering money through that site. I I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. There was a there was a tofu podcast. Oh god, there's. It's all kinds of craziness. So there's, yeah, you know. So we so we just add added to it. We submitted this on April first as a joke, but if it, you know, we're taking it serious. We'll stick with everything. If if it happens, we'll we'll make sure right. everyone gets their stuff and, you know. Wait, wait, wait. so if I pledge one hundred fifty dollars, and then you don't hit your mark, I don't get a T-shirt and and all that stuff. Right. Because we don't get the money. Dang it. Because I was hoping I could bid it the last day if it's nowhere near. I'd bid the 150 <laughs> and then I wouldn't have to pay it. I'd well, if, 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 if we're 150 off, then you can, you get it. Mm, no, I'm good. Well, if, if we do know some people who do bid money, we, we, we will, like, you know, we'll definitely maybe let y'all have some of this stuff or do something. You know, I right. don't know. If you, You're definitely going to give them a shout out, obviously. Yeah, well, easily, easily, yeah. So. Anyways, we just want to gr- we just want to, you know, evolve into something bigger and be able to do more and make our little site, you know, slightly larger. Right. But anyways, Stuart, do you have that voicemail? I do. Okay, good. Which I now have to pull up because you took so long. Uh, <laughs> okay, here here is the call. 
Hey, Geeks of the Wind, this is uh, Videos. Uh, I'm actually only about a third of the way through your uh, 12-hour show you did last week. Anyways, um, uh, anyway, but I had a comment about Point of the Apes. Uh, first of all, I have seen all seven Point of the Apes, um, and I have to say William was right. This movie was way overhyped. I think if I went in with low expectations, um, which I originally had before everyone said it was great, I liked it more, but I just thought it was okay. Um, the the human stuff was boring. There's a lot of there's a lot of just dragging parts, uh, and the story was okay. But honestly, uh, the original Rise of the Planet of the Apes, although extremely dated, and the special effects were bad, they're wearing monkey suits. Um, I mean, it's a it's a low budget movie. But I think the actual story was in a lot of ways better. Um, but uh, I did have to crack on William a little bit. He said he, he preferred the Charleston Heston uh, Planet of the Apes, which I think is funny because Charleston Heston was in three of the Planet of the Apes movies, including Tim Burton. Uh, but we all knew what he did. I just wanted to make fun of him. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, the original Rise was better than this. Uh, of course, that's all accounting for time, technology, and all that, and money spent. But uh, the dude that played Gollum, that played uh, Caesar, did a phenomenal job. And there's some good aspects to it, but I don't understand which movie this is supposed to be connected to. Um, and I like the original five had a, uh, a paradox type situation, which I thought was actually really cool the way they did it, uh, with uh, the future becoming the past, picking all that up. And this one didn't do anything like that. But anyways, uh, although I thought the third... The original third movie wasn't that good. It brought that paradox, which was led into the fourth movie, which was the rise. But all that confusion aside, uh, I might be on your show right now, and I might not be. But you guys know more than I know right now. So if I am, shout out to me. You did a great job, and I think you're the best guest I've ever had. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Alrighty. So, do you have anything to elaborate on that? Um. What a great caller. Um, I really appreciate people like that who call in the show. Um, no, I don't know. Have you guys seen the original five, uh, Planet of the Apes? I'm not sure if I've seen all of them, but I, I've seen, if not all of them, most of them, yeah. I'm actually yeah, starting to go now. back to them and watch them. Uh, I have, I have you not see, seen them. Okay, the fourth one, the... The second one was back on Planet of the Apes. They had a different star, and Charleston Heston was Char, Charlton, Char, whatever his name is. Heston was in jail, like locked up somewhere, and he had a small part in the second one. But but I at the end of the second one, the two of the monkeys escaped from the spaceship, went back in time. Exactly. And and they dropped off their baby. Um, and the third one, they switched their baby out, so their baby ended up being Caesar that led the revolution in the fourth one. So it really doesn't connect to the, you know, I that, that's well, that's yeah, my, they that's created in those five. Thing. They created a, a oh, go ahead. Right. Well, it's a it's a paradox. Like they created like the future becomes the past becomes the future in that one, but like this one, it doesn't really connect to those five exactly. It that's doesn't connect Stewart, to Burns either. That's what Stewart. I don't kept I, saying. It. I don't think. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I just I was I was talking about the actual sh- uh, spaceship. I wasn't talking about the 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 uh, the the previous one. Uh, but I I think I think this is a just a, the start of a new one. 
yeah. of a, a, a new lot of people have, but see, not just you know, not just the, that comment you made, but a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, it connects to the very, very first one." No, no, they 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 have come out and said it does not. Well, a lot of people, no, not them, but a lot of people like fans. I, I'm saying. See, my my problem too is like they they used some of the same font and the same coloring from the Tim Burton one to make you feel like it might be connected, but right. I, it's just I. It's like either it's the same. This was my same problem with the X Men First Class. I'm like either connect it or disconnect it. Don't half-ass connect it. Like First <laughs> Class did that where they had like they had yeah Hugh Jackman and they had uh, the girl that played Mystique and they connected like some of the things like that. But then they they did they, they disconnected other things by changing storylines. It's like and this one did the same kind of thing where I'm like I kind of just let that go and I'm like this is just going to be its own movie at one point because I realized the connection didn't make any sense but I actually liked the, the original one um, it was a totally different story it was about that the rising up of the monkeys the monkeys were being used as pets and, and servants eventually because some plague killed all the cats and dogs so they needed new pets and they started using monkeys and they realized monkeys could do stuff and then they started making them servants and slaves. And they even relate it directly to um, there's a, a human, a, a, a black guy, and Caesar or one of the monkeys says to him, you of all people should understand our desire to be free or something. Where they kind of relate it to um, – you know, these movies came out in the 70s. Ten years ago, we were having civil rights movements and everything else. Mm-hmm. So um, they related it directly to that. So it was kind of – you know, that was kind of a cool part too, but – Anyways, I don't want to go off on a 40-year-old movie for no reason. Just because some random dude called and talked about it. But you guys should go through and see those. That one in particular, it's very dated. But if you can see beyond the, the cheesy datedness of it, there's actually like some cool content in there. Yeah, and there's a if, few of them if on If I can watch – yeah, there are. But if I, if I can watch the original Doctor Who stuff and get past that, I think I could probably get, get past – yeah, you probably could. Yeah, I actually it was on USA one day. I saw the first the first time I ever saw the first one, and uh, then the second one played. The third it was like a marathon. I didn't even know there was five. This was like twenty years ago. I was like fifteen, and I sat there on a Saturday afternoon for you know ten twelve hours whatever it was with commercials and watched all five movies. Yeah, no, that was that was a geek Saturday for sure. The original is on Netflix, the 1968 one. The, the Beneath the Planet of the Apes, and I think another one used to be on it, but a lot of movies have gone away from Netflix recently. So yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah. But the original Netflix is the original is on Netflix, so I I would definitely the original still good. Gonna watch that, but and get my hands on the others. But, it, but did you know Charlton Heston was in Tim Burton's movie? Just out of curiosity. No, I didn't. He was the monkey that was, like, dying. Okay, yes. Just get I, your hands now off that me, you say that, yeah, human. I, I, think I, I think I do remember someone saying that before. I never really noticed it, it's, of course. But. It's unfortunate that was one of his last movies he did before he passed. I mean, <laughs> he did so many great, so many great roles, and then he's got... Uh, played a monkey in yeah he was yeah in a poor version of one of the great movies he did but yeah um if you want to leave a voicemail you can do so at one three four seven four three three five three eight nine that's one three four seven geek ftw and of course it'll be on 
the sh- in the show notes if you didn't get that. You can just look on it, the show notes on our website. Or press a button if you have the app and it directly calls from your phone. So that is a mm-hmm. nifty feature of the app. Um, and I guess that that's it. Um, shout outs. Um, Stuart? Or no, not Stuart. Sorry. Uh, Fadios, as our guest, you go first. Shout outs. All right. Well, shout outs to you guys for having me on. Shout outs to Harold for leaving. Um, shout outs to all my podcasters over at Taggers. Um, whoever, I don't even know who's left. Probably just probably and forgetful. <laughs> um, I think Adam's on. I don't know if Adam's full time or not. I probably shouldn't talk about it since it's private email stuff. But um, I haven't listened to their latest podcast because they keep talking about Mass Effect. So um, Mass Effect Three. They had two like a two hour and a three hour Mass Effect podcast. So I haven't been able to listen to any of their stuff. But anyways, um, shout out to them. And uh, I don't know. That's really it. Alrighty, Stewart. Uh, shout out to Fadios, of course, for for joining uh, tonight's episode. Um, you know, shout out to Her- Harold because you know work sucks. And uh, shout out to ama- the amazing podcast on the Open Forum Radio Network, which includes amazing shows like Oh, for our proper proof your point, guide button, section Z podcast, truth geeking, the forty cast, Knox podcast company, which includes what does guys say, Love and Learn podcast, then all the rules, the family cast, the geeks win, and the vault reviews. And we have a new one. And um, uh, Ten Pen Alley's, uh, I forget the name of it. Um, uh, it's a good name of a podcast. Uh, Game of Thrones po- podcast. And watch the Irons, I think. No, watch Iron Throne podcast. Yeah, dedicated to. Um, Games of Thrones, which I need to somehow watch that. I need to give that a second shot. I've watched the first couple episodes, and uh, I don't know. Did you guys know Instagram is now available for Android? Yeah, but there's so many other apps like that. that no, but that's the cool one on Facebook. That's the that's Everybody's the one for hipsters, and i not on Facebook anymore. I deleted my oh. Facebook because... I never really got on it. I want to be a hipster when I grow up. <laughs> so I am now in control of the Geeks for the Win fan page. All right. Don't let the power go to your head. Yeah. Maybe you and, I can go on hang out on that. you and I can go hang out on that page since it's just you and me. <laughs> we have 61 likes. We do. We, we, we do have quite quite a few. That's more than I thought. Way more. Yeah, that's a lot. Good job, guys. Anyways, I all those Chinese fans. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you, thank you, Fadios, for coming on, and definitely hope you could make it for in a couple weeks for the Captain America uh, episode. When oh, we yeah. focus on that, um, and there's another long episode, people, but it was good stuff. I'll shorten it somehow, and. No geek question of the week next week, so that should be shorter. Um, should be, but yeah, I don't know. Um, sh- definitely shout outs to Tin Pan for starting a new podcast. Good for him, you know. I know he's been away from podcasting for a while, and then also thanks thanking him for leaving us a review. That makes eleven. So, woohoo! Yeah, which is, you know, that's. 
uh, no, not going to even go into that, but I was going to say that's, you know, that's three in binary, but um, who else? Congratulations. Sorry. I, oh, yeah. I'm going to give it. Oh, go ahead. Jimpan, too. I just want to do that. Shout out to Jimpan. I agree with your shout outs. Alrighty. Um, and, of course, shout outs to Harold. Work sucks. Um, when when I back when I had a job, I learned not to you know not to answer my phone when I knew it was work calling. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why I was home. Mom, Dad, I'm not I'm not home. Okay, work call, not home. Yeah. Or just just answer the phone and say you're you're you've been drinking and you can't because they don't want you to come in if you've been drinking, which he had been drinking. So that's true. He, he was drinking. That. And That's true. Harold he's was drinking. He's drinking and, he, and he's going to a hospital to work. I'm glad I don't live in Florida. Well, he's not a doctor, so. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Doctors don't <laughs> do much anything, anyways. I work in a hospital also, so I know that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I guess that's it, people. Thank, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week, episode 86. Juice. Balls.